0: You're listening to UFO Undercover with your host, Joe Montaldo, right here on the Paranormal Radio Network.
1: Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents of Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories and full-color illustrations, plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the
2: link, and place your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? dark fantasy humor space exploration time travel cyberpunk alternate history and more they're in the l ron hubbard presents writers of the future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators plus art and writing tips and bonus stories l ron hubbard presents writers of the future buy your copy at galaxypress.com amazon or wherever books are sold Well, you drove out there into the
1: middle of nowhere and had some sort of loud verbal display challenging ET in general out oh, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. That's what
2: I was doing, I actually had a uh, pistol in my hand at the time. Um, I was really ticked off. When I was having this fit, I had I was waving the gun in the air, okay, and I had this fit, And at this moment I said, "Okay." <laughs> was a Louisiana man named Montaldo, Folks around called him Six-Gun Joe, Worked with ICAR, don't you know, Investigating UFOs. Out for a drive with a gal one night, They stopped to check out the reporting site, but an alien lit, right there on the ground, and commenced to throw in his weight around. Now, old Six-Gun didn't take you kindly to that kind of thing. Especially without Vaseline or anything like that, you know. Seriously. Well, Six-Gun looked that critter right in the eye and said, any last wish before you die, you reach for his gun, quick as a twitch, and said, fill your claw, you son of a bitch. Now a legend spread across the land about this pistol-waving man. But if you're from space or from Earth below, you don't give no lip to 6 gun Joe.
1: That intro song is probably older than half the people listening to
0: this show.
1: Shame it. on you people. Um, that, that was actually sent to me a long time ago. I, I, this guy who used to come listen to us, this, this is way long time ago, who used to come listen to us before we had any organizations or radio shows. And he was just, he just hated what we were saying about aliens and UFOs. He just hated it. And I was actually, I just started hosting Wake Up USA a UFO study. This is 25 26 years ago and um i was talking about a particular count that happened in honey island swamp and that's what that whole song is is about and he just turned it into a song he thought i was going to be furious when i heard it and i was i laughed so hard i i wrote to him i said can i use it as the intro and he was like she's like shitting me right and i'm like no can i we've been Good friends ever since. It's um, it's it's. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was funny, entertaining. Kind of got the point across at the same time. It was one of those things. Who is who? I don't know who this woman is sitting next to me. But I think there's a name across the screen for. Oh wait, that's right. If you're only listening, you see you don't know who this is sitting next to me. Oh, you don't know. This could be Kamala Harris, as far as you know. Uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. I gotta stop for a minute. All right. I don't even know why you wrote that, Bobby. That was that was retarded. I know you can see us because you're listening to us on Facebook. But oh man, I don't think she looks like Winston Churchill. no I, 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 if she if she did, I'd be really scared at the moment. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd be running for the for the door. I've been knowing for a while now. What do you mean? Who is she? I don't know. She's just a stranger that just showed up and popped in. Said, hey, can I come on your radio show? I was like, sure, come on. I heard she was out in some jungle set just a couple weeks ago with some desert set a couple weeks. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. Charles. <laughs> I'm sorry. How you doing, sweetie? Oh, shit. Okay, I'll give you a proper introduction, but I can't stop laughing. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Okay, maybe anyway. I've been doing chires for a long time. I, I don't know, like five years or something, like six maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. way longer than that, yes.
0: Over 10, uh, I think. Oh, like, yeah, I think it's even longer bald, than that.
1: 15. Yeah, I think you know, I think it's even longer than that. Damn, I can't. We can't even say that on air. We're sorry, no, we only know you other like three years <laughs> until we're going back to the original. No, because the more I think about it, the longer it gets. No, 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 no. Well, because it was right after Katrina. Katrina was like <gasps> 18 years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, and even that seems long to me these days, yes. Yeah. But, Miss um, Brown, how have you been? You've been staying out of trouble? or
3: For the most part. I've been mean, doing yeah. my best, but sometimes trouble finds you. So what are you going
1: to do? Yeah, I'm shaking my head. I don't believe her. No, <laughs> she's like a trouble magnet. No,
0: my business, here comes.
1: But I, I, I will, this is on a more serious note. So, out of all the people I know that we're gonna category peace, love, and light, because I know if I do it any other way, I am gonna get in trouble. Uh, she's actually the truest of heart I've met so far. It's um, no, really. I mean, she stays the course. Where I watched a lot of people, you know, kind of go into like, how much money can I make? And well, no, it's fine for people to make money. You know, reading cards for money or, and doing things for people is, is fine. It's just believing and not believing is two different things. Or maybe believing is a bad way to say it. Maybe doing is a better way of saying it. Um, Yes. I'll I'll tell you what. You can catch her. She talks. She's on all the time on Instagram. go see her. From time to time, she pops up on screen. So check her out while I'm there. Um, She got three husbands. Sorry, Dave. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You're just out of luck. That's the limit she can have is three. Yeah, she's in this Martian cult. <laughs> I'm just to lie. You're
0: gonna lie. We'll
1: <laughs> I'm going to get us all in trouble tonight. Uh, no, actually, her and I have talked to aliens quite a lot over the years, and yeah. quite seriously. Uh, I mean, I'm just kidding around right now, but because uh, I know Jay is going to pop in the middle of the conversation. But um, really and truly, we have and, and just so you've watched some of the the. The um things on the government channel. I mean, not the government channel. I guess it is the government channel. But um, you've, I know you've watched like CNN or NBC or whoever you're watching to see how these trial, Washington trials, how these interviews have been going in Congress. Now, you know, unfortunately, I'm too skeptical for my own good sometimes. That's why I, I like talking to other people. But some stuff I was fine with when the pilot started po- talking. I was like, yeah, these guys know what the hell they're talking about. And then this crash guy starts talking. I'm thinking, all right. We're going to get a good, you know, somebody who knows something. And the more he talked, the more skeptical I became. So maybe it's just me, you know. I tell people all the time. Sometimes it's just JoJo. Gets like, ooh, you know, I get a little on the. Well, one I've learned if you know too much, you're not true. Well, I know a lot, but I don't know too much. No, I do know a lot, and I. It's this field is impossible to know too much. I'm just telling you now. But when you when you're in a setting like him, so. Let's look at this from a different point of view. So this guy gets dropped in. He's way up in the security. I mean, way up. He's a big-time spy is what he is. So, okay, they drop him down. He thanks to Greer, which I've never trusted I'll be honest with that. It's not that I dislike the guy. I'm just not real trusting of him. I, mean, I do have, think that it he did help bring a lot of attention to the field. Though. But anyway, moving on. So this guy gets down. He starts talking. First thing out of his mouth is, well, yeah, they just fall out the sky when they come through the portal. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, they've been coming here a few thousand years. So, why, why haven't they quit coming here if they keep falling out the sky? I mean, you know, after you've lost X amount of beans and ships, you would think, oh, well, Earth's not a good place to go or whatever the hell they call us. And I'm like, so, and then he starts talking about him shooting down. So, well, what, why haven't they shot back? I'm thinking, or oh, why? We know they can come in and take people all the time. So, why don't you just retrieve their craft and their people? So, the more he talked, the more this got more smellier and smellier and smellier and it sounded more like he had been instructed on what to say by someone obviously who does not know what the aliens are doing on this freaking planet um, and when you when you look when you look some of the witnesses like I said are just right on the button, and some of them are like <clears throat> it, it's really truly the only one I didn't like is the crush guy Shame on me, but um I don't just some of the guy's bugging me." And usually when something's bugging me, it turns out to be something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing this for too long. Uh, well, maybe not. Um we're gonna send Chiris down there as a spy. We're gonna give <laughs> her a camera and get her a press pass and send her down there as a spy.
3: Some vlog. Oh, wait, not
1: not 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 a press pass. We'll get her a we'll get a congressional ID. Oh no, you're trying to get the girl put in jail. Quit that.
3: <laughs> no, apologies no, no. in jail, right? Agenda. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that stuff, it's interesting because I, I just so happened, you know how you get logged on to stuff. I just so happened to come across it on a live on a completely different social media thing that I never watched the news on the first day when they were talking about the cube-shaped ones and the mm-hmm. orbs that were see-through. And I thought to myself, fantastic. I mean, I've never heard nursing of Crafts like that, but who knows? There's a million different mm-hmm. races pop through, and so it's not that I think that what they're saying is necessarily true. But as you know, I'm not concerned with the top-down disclosure mm-hmm. method. Like I don't care because yeah, I
1: because you know you've been disclosed. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they, they don't care what your mayor is doing in, in my experience, or what.
2: I know it's true.
3: They're they're gonna come right to you in your brain, in your dreams, in your house. So, eh, I but I think that since so many people who are abducted or contacted or whatever leave it out of their mind right after, this is a cool way of like inching open the door so that people will have the neuronal net made in their waking mind. So then, after they have contact, they'll have a place to put it. So I think it's all part of it. But you can't, you can never go on the nose with the government. Of course, it's never on the nose.
1: Yeah, and that's it's true. Be. Well, no, she makes a good point, guys. I mean, you know, you want. I hate hate to say it, but even bad press is good press when it comes to these kind of things. I mean, we're looking for answers and we're looking and for people like us, it's, hey, Susan, we're looking for a little bit different things. We're looking for answers, but we're looking for answers for different reasons than the government's looking for. So, you know, and once you've been exposed to this in some shape, form or fashion, usually in a contact fashion, because that's really how it is, uh, you know there is, you know, I've said this a hundred, if I had a dollar for every time I said, they've already disclosed everybody want to disclose. So I, I could be just like a billionaire by now, people. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's, it's They've disclosed and, and they leave it to us and everyone else who's been taken or messed with to disclose themselves in, in any fa- fame. Well, any fashion that they want to. Um, Well, yeah, there's a lot of people we would call that are contactees <sighs> that have come out. They're like communicators. They get out there, they're, they're, well, because contact's different for a lot of people. But anyway, they're out there just talking about it. And again, there are some times where the contact is questionable or the memory is questionable. questionable. But if the person's not doing it you know, to cause harm, it's a little bit different than someone out there who's trying to defraud something for whatever reason, get on TV, make some money. Well, yes, right now, contact's hot. So if you wanted to go on TV and do contact stories, it's pretty hot right now. Well, I tried, I got, I had a real good thing with Netflix and I don't know what happened with them, but you know, it happened before COVID and then they contacted me after COVID and said they were still going to do it. They, they want to do contact reenactments. Uh, I don't know. Uh, last time I thought ta- they did two, two reenactments and we did two things but as far as I know that well, no, cause I'm just narrating. I can be sitting right here and narrate. It's um, well, no, they did two of them and, and they looked pretty good, but I haven't heard, seen, or anything. Now, you know, I'll be notified that when they reach it. The idea was to do 14 for two years, 14 each year. So I don't know. And uh, maybe too many people are leaving Netflix. <laughs> I don't really know, man. Mm, yeah, Yes, I do, Bruce. They have gotten expensive. I think they're $23 now for one line. And then they don't want you to use it anywhere but in your own house. Mm. Yes, I see that uh, Jeff Bezos and the rest of them didn't follow suit with the. Oh, no, just use it wherever you are. We don't care. <laughs> Because hey, you lose too many customers that way. Uh, well, because really, when it gets down to it, and a lot of people come out. I don't. It's hard to put a number on what the percentage is of people who have been exposed to extraterrestrial contact that actually come forward. I, I would really want to say in a two or three percent. I mean, it could be higher, but um, I would really want to say it was in a two and three percent of the people who have actually been legitimately taken. About ninety-six percent, really, probably. They probably have dreams and things that are manifesting here and there, but they really haven't really grasped what it wasn't. More than likely, it's because ET has realized. See, people like Chara's a different. She probably showed early on an interest in it. She's just energetic like that. She was probably like, oh, well, shit, this looks fun, or this looks you know, interesting or exploring. So that's different. But a lot of people are like, it's like taboo, get back, I'm scared. And uh, so they never really ever will find out. No, they'll, they'll never So, there's a big chunk of the population that, well, frankly, they don't want to know. And and you know what? I hate to say this, they might be better off not knowing. Uh, But when it all comes down, I guess whatever blocks are there will probably leave. You're right. I said that before. It's always possible, but the population of abductees will get mad and want to sue the government for being abducted and contacted and experimented on. That's up to them. I don't know who's settling that. I can't settle that. Which law are you going to get to? um I don't know. Uh John's right it. Where are you at, John? Burbanks, Alaska, Burbanks? Or Burbanks, California. Burbanks, Alaska. I want to see some snow, man. Send me send me your picture. I ain't seen snow down here. I don't even want to tell you when. Uh what's anyway, what's your question? I'm I'm just giving you trouble. Oh, uh, okay. So he's wanting to, he's wanting to know if people like us should get more involved. In the um, in the testimonies with Congress, because Congress has reached out to other people. uh, I don't know if I want to get up on the stage and get. I don't look. I'll do behind scenes all day long, but I don't know if I want to get it. I have to work, people.
3: (laughs) I agree. Yes, I I have a job. Everybody's it's like a big quilt, right? And everyone's got their own square to hold. And I don't have any interest in doing that like i don't yes. that's a whole other game i'm like no. Nah,
1: so well because
3: i mean i don't
1: know it's, I'm, I'm with charis on this besides that if they start asking me about whose contact these I, I can't tell them anyway i'm under disclosure agreement
0: exactly. then then
1: they're gonna want to get all nasty and stuff because i don't want to tell them mm-hmm. mm, what i take a part you see that's the difference between me now i did bring this up recently at a meeting online i said uh Somebody asked me if I was testifying, would I be willing to be polygraphed? And of course, the answer is yes. Yeah, I would sit there and they could ask me questions all day long about it. Why
0: not? Because, no reason I. Yeah,
1: because what I know, I know. Anything else, I, I'd just say, hey, I don't I don't know. Or I could say, you know, it's oh we lost tires," so I could say it's something else. Yes, I could.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, nah, anyway. Well, why she's going, who's uh No, she probably just got disconnected. Who's my favorite alien abductee? I don't even know anymore. Uh, No, because the two I like best don't want to be talked about anymore. Yeah. One of them, actually both of them, had written to me, and and this is a while back, at least 10 years, they had written to me, both of them had written to me and asked me if we could take down everything we had on them. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, when you when you do a lot of radio like we do, it's um they go a lot of places. So right now, if we were to put out an archive, it's going to go out to at least two different, at least a hundred. No, I'm sorry, at least two hundred different archive sites, and there's at least that many live sites. It's going to, so they're going to be connected to all of that. Yes, connected to all of it. I don't know, but anyway, it's one of those things you get stuck with, so it's hard to get it all down, and you don't know how many people along the way who may have downloaded their cells, maybe have put it in their office, I mean in their office, in their computer, and have it, you know, just ready to listen to at another time.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, when she gets back, we'll talk about that, we'll ask her about it, but... Who's my favorite? No, I don't know. Well, abductions are one of those things that it takes a lot to understand. Um, and abductions and contact are not the same thing. Abductions is something you start remembering. Um, the contact itself is not usually in a good light. I'm not saying it's not always. There it might be someone good, like, but most of them are not. Most of them, it's because you're being abducted. You're being forcibly removed from wherever you are. And forcibly brought them part aboard a spacecraft and experimented upon, and then put back with your memories altered. Usually, just wipe. these days. They don't really alter them anymore. They just kind of wipe them now. Less chance of you remember them. Cover memories allowed for things to break through. Yes, cover memories truly allowed for things to break through. Well. I mean, example of a cover memory. You know, I haven't really... but oh, we got her back. Um, real quick, example of a cover memory. is just, just a memory to overlay over whatever it is they've done to you. <coughs> that ooh, Damn, hold on a second. One damn third's getting itchy. Uh, it's just something they lay over to hide the original memory. Yeah, like... Well, yeah, they want to make sure they try to... But there's a difference between cover memories and waking memories. Waking memories... All right. Um, So let's say you... Something weird happened to you. But anyway, let's say you're walking down the street. You see this big four-foot owl standing next to you. Okay, Most people would think that was a cover memory. That's not a cover memory. That's a waking memory. And what I mean by that is that's a memory left for you to experiment, to explore. Why did I see a big four... Because, well, you know, first off, you probably live somewhere where they don't have four-foot owls. You're probably going, what the hell is this? Or it's sitting on your ledge or something. These are things because... Somewhere along the line, you exple- expressed an interest to the aliens and what they're doing. And they somewhere decided, okay, well, we'll break them into it slowly but surely uh, to see if they really are. And they'll start with stuff like that or other things, depending on what it is. Depending on what your level of participation is going to be or what your level of pati- p- p- damn participation you want to be involved in. I don't know why I couldn't spit that out. mm. Well, no, Chiris is, 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 is uh, I don't know what you would consider it. She's, she's definitely up there with the keepers and the communicators. And, well, she's definitely communicating. She's out there every day communicating to y'all, but all kinds of stuff.
3: Ground crew vibes.
1: Yeah. Um, catch her on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know what time. you Ask her, don't ask me. Okay, they um, want to know, what, do you have any set times they can catch you on Instagram? Um,
3: No, but I try to go live most days of the week. Um more and more lately. So usually I hop on a live. Maybe I'll d- start doing a set time. I don't know. Just People just
1: just make her a friend and you'll know when she comes on. Yeah, you pop on. Yeah, just hit click like, you know, and then then you'll know when it comes on. Well, no, my Instagram's are always on. So are my Facebook pages. Somebody says there, it always says you're there, but you're never there. I said because it's always on. Because <laughs> and I'm not always there. The same mm-hmm. thing with the Instagram pages or the LinkedIn pages. They they stay on. It always shows us on because you know they're always on. They're doing something. They're you know carrying radio shows or something else, uh, letting people chat, whatever the hell might be going on. We oh oh all right, Don. I'll ask her. So Don had asked me earlier who my favorite alien was. I'm not sure what he meant by this, but do you have a favorite alien? Like a like
3: a race, like a favorite?
1: Yeah, I mean, what, that, and see, that wasn't even a clear question. So what do you think, Don? What like you want? Are you talking about? Are we talking like like a television alien? Are we yeah. talking about like an alien race? An alien race? Okay. Well, we just we yeah. want to be clarified here. I
3: mean, there are different ones that are cool mm. for different reasons, you mm. know. Um, the mansions are pretty cool. Like they're they're interesting. They seem to be. pretty. I've never heard a story about one that wasn't cool. Like it was that was harmful or scary. Um, I don't know. What about you, Joe? <laughs>
1: What do you mean? I am not a reptilian. Well, maybe. Well, I am part reptilian because everybody. It's part. Okay. A- everybody, everybody in plant planet is part reptilian. So, yeah. So true. I can't, I can't, I can't just, you know, I've been preaching this for three decades. And every time I'll be doing a lecture somewhere, or doing something online, and I just, just like three weeks ago, and I'm talking, it was about 200 people, 300 people, just chatting. And the guy goes, Well, I've heard you say that we all have reptilian section and bring. You know, that's not true. God would not allow that. Now, I was polite, even though I didn't want to be polite. I was polite. I said, well, I said, how do you know? Did God come and tell you that? I said, why? I mean, God might have decided. God might not decide he wanted to waste stuff and use parts of the reptilian to make us out of creation. I said, he took it out to the, you know, the ground on created you. I said, so how do you know there wasn't some reptilian mud up in there? <laughs> Which just made him even mad. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, though. But it's the point sad. is, it's there. I mean, all you got to do if you don't believe us, people, go look up online, see what it does. It's what makes us. It doesn't make us aggressive, but it would. It's what makes us uh, so people aren't ripping us off or doing bad things to it. Yeah. Yes, it's um. Well, it's it's there, and it's, it's very useful for most humans. Well, no, it also gives you a sense of um. There's a part of it that gives you a sense of euphoria. So it's it's a really strange setup, but it's it's, it's there, and it also shows it. Yeah, that we have a reptilian ancestry. Well, it could be like the Sumerians and the Dogon said that the, the human aliens created a slave race and the reptilians came and freed the slave race by interbreeding with them and creating us, the race that's here today. Yeah. I'm just telling you what they say. Well, the Sumerians had created the seven creations of man and the last creation was a race that looked just like us and acted a lot like us, but <clears throat> they weren't self-aware in the fashion that we were. They didn't have this self-awareness, but uh, when the Rotilians entered bread with them, it gave them that self-awareness. They became sentient in the fact that they, hey, they're like, why am I plowing a damn field? Why don't you go plow the field? Why am I making beer for you? Why don't you go make it? It was just, and then just questions of why, 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 why that they weren't asking before. Yeah, they could, well, no, the other race could make beer and procreate and do things like that, but they didn't ask why they were the ones out in the field toiling in the sun and heat. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't really ask any kind of questions. They just didn't what they were told. And that's what they were. And then the reptilians, and I don't know why they had reptilians. in there's a lot of stories on why. Uh, <clears throat> some people said it was to aggravate the human aliens. Some people said it was to free the human race into what it's supposed to be. But I don't know why, because I'm, I'm sure, you know, for a long time the reptilians kept colonies here, uh, probably had a full blown world here until the asteroid came, um, I don't know what do you mean why they didn't get the asteroid out the way well this was sixty something million years ago they might not have the technology they have today yes <laughs> you just it also tells you how advanced they are though that sixty million years ago they could leave the planet mm. a lot of them went on the underground there does some live up there by Tyrus they not too far from where she's at
3: <laughs>
1: they live well they a lot of them live up in their, their mines in West Virginia I would to be careful up there people
3: oh, <laughs> well, all kinds of things are not yeah. There,
1: but... <clears throat> yeah that's right. Mm-mm. I don't know. I, the grays are probably my favorite just because they're a pain in the ass. Literally.
3: <laughs> and there's so many different kinds of grays. Yeah,
1: and they are too. That's the other thing. There are a bunch of different kinds of grays. There's different heights, different sizes, different colors. It's What's well, it's like the reptilians? <clears throat> there's like nine or 10, 11 different types of reptilian. Some are water breed, Some can have gills. Some have wings. And mm-hmm. they're all mm-hmm. still the same animal, or I should say the same being. It's just for whatever reason, whatever planet they were on, that's what they needed to survive. Mm-hmm. Well, because they adjusted their colonized world. They'd live all over the place. Humans were probably the same way. It's just now we're just getting to that point of evolution. Mm-hmm. Right now we're stuck right here. We're going to go to Mars soon. We're going to all go live with Elon. Yes. Shares, <laughs> you should marry Elon. Oh, God. I think he's taken. That's no, okay. he no wife. He ain't got I another one. He didn't kick the other one to the curb. But uh uh but he likes kids, so you'd have to have like two kids, man. But, you know, man. he gives when the kids are born, he gives each one two million dollars. Well,
3: as yeah, he should. I mean, he's their dad. <laughs> <you know. laughs> man, he has stinking
1: filthy rich. Um what? oh, I know guys stop. Okay, I know I got a man crush on Elon. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> it's um well, cuz I mean, this is the guy who stinned Putin down. I mean, give me a break. Elon Musk, richest. The richest African-American in the world stands Putin down. I mean, come on. He's like this time. Anyway, I'm impressed with the guy. I mean, who Putin goes on and tells him something about him to do something to you. He said, you do know I can use my, my satellites to knock your missiles out of the sky, right? He said, you know that. He said, I can produce uh, rockets, missiles, satellites much faster than you can produce one nuclear weapon. He said, so don't threaten me. He, I'll knock your intercontinental ballistic missiles. He will, too. He said how he would do it and everything. So right now, he's got, what, 12,000 of them up in space. He just he just made the Russian nuclear fleet a complete doll. He just washed it out. And he lives here in America. So thank God he loves us. <laughs> that's all I can say. Well, reverse that. Maybe he just loves himself. But still, thank God he's living in our country then. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's crazy he said that. And then he talks about how he's going to build the satellite around Mars, the satellite system like he's got here around Mars, and interconnected to in real time, uh, so that the, so Mars will have internet just like we do, and they'll even be able to connect each other. He said in under six minutes to so go in both ways. With uh,
0: wow,
1: it's, it's it's the man is brilliant. He's scary brilliant there. Yes. He, what do you mean? No, I was kidding, Tyrus, Mary. Elon's weird. He's kind of. He likes them goth girls. I don't know. There's no no accounting for taste, and uh, you know, when you're the richest man in the you you do whatever the hell you want. I mean, let's just be honest about it. Jeff Bezos likes weird blondes. <laughs> Both I, I, I've listened to his wife speaking. I've listened to his girlfriend speaking. They're a little. What do you mean? Are they stupid? No, they're not stupid. <clears throat> I don't think he'd be around a stupid woman, but uh, I couldn't tolerate a stupid woman. But it, they were. They were just, I don't know. I can't find the word for it, but they were just off. They were, I guess when you're that stinking wealthy Richie, I mean, his wife is now worth, what, $100 million? She's, I think, either the first or second richest woman in the world. What do you, what do you mean she didn't work for him? Yeah, she did. She was married to the butthole for however long she was married to him. Yeah, that works for me. Um, that's Hey, it's like playing roulette. You never know. So, Charles. so what do you think? I mean, how the government should go about this? I mean, who should they be looking to speak to? Should they be should they be reaching deep into the field? Should they be wanting to speak to contactees?
3: I think they should be wanting to look at the research from all the organizations that have been stacking up research for the last thousand years, like ICAR and the others. I think they should just put a task force on cataloging everything, trying to get a view of it. And then see where to go. But the thing, the, the hilarious thing is, depending on where you are, they already know. It They're not the ones who don't know. Mm. Maybe the ones on the press briefing that we're seeing don't know. But if you're going to talk about the government as a whole entity, come on now. They know what's going
1: on. So, somebody knows. They doubt that somebody knows. I, well, you know, I've met some people over the years that definitely know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that. So it is still compartmentalized, but... They know mm-hmm. enough that they know it's real. That might be a better way of yeah. saying it. Yeah. Uh, things come you,
3: out all the time.
1: Well, Jack, yeah. Um, you, no, the people don't. No, okay, millions of people have come out and said, yeah, aliens are real, or they've tried to mm-hmm. talk to the congressman or write to the. This is why this is going on. They had, they've had enough people write to the government that this is going on, thanks to Barack Obama. <clears throat> sorry, I never thought I'd say that, but I actually liked Obama on some things, but. Um, he decided to set up a thing on the on the government.gov the. site where you can set up, say that you want to ask a question. And it was in the beginning. If you got 25,000 answers or re- responses, the government would take a look at it. Then I think they raised it to 125 or 140,000. Anyway, they raised it up. And uh, But still, if if it reaches that goal, the government itself will actually take a look at the, at the post you put up there and see what it's going to do. And if they can figure something out, they will. Well, this has been done. Stephen Bissett's done it three or four times. We've done it at least twice. God knows how many other people have done it. So, I mean, they know the American public wants to know. Even the public that doesn't know anything about this wants to know because it's, it's a game changer for everybody. If tomorrow – If tomorrow the government comes out, if our government comes out tomorrow and says, you know what? Extraterrestrials are real. They have been taking us citizens. they've been here for tens of thousands of years. Um, We still don't know exactly what it is they want with us, but they are here. And they don't seem to be hostile in the way that they're trying to take the planet over. So they could come out and tell us, which would scare the hell out of everybody. But at the end, if they said, no, it doesn't look like they're trying not to take us over, then... They may feel calmer about it. Or they could just keep on the, um, which we call it program they're on the, where they just do a little bit at a time. What do you think, Charis?
3: Disclosure. I mean, I don't think people would freak out. I think, look at, look at every bit of disclosure that's happened. I don't know, in the past, however long we've known each other, Joe. And in the contactee world, we'll be like, oh, it's a huge moment of disclosure and nobody cares. No one freaks out. No one floods the streets. I think we'd be cooler than they think. I think I so, mean, mostly. Yeah, and the the people who freak out, they're going to freak out about something sooner or later. I mean, there's no one to shoot at. Like, they've always been here.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, what do you mean, Scott? You know, I don't, I don't think the Israeli war has anything to do with aliens.
3: No, uh, That's a human thing.
1: That has, stu- that has to deal with stupidity. We'll leave it at that. Oh, no, you want to hear about that? Come on Friday night. We talk about it all the time. Come on Friday night, and you'll hear what you'll hear what our opinions are about it. I don't know. Uh no, we don't usually let chairs because she's so sweet. We don't like her to come talk politics. We don't want to get in trouble with her fans. It
3: won't satisfy people. I don't like to fight, so people who yes. are being, they're not gonna like it. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you mean my fans like look. My fans know me well enough and I'm just gonna speak my mind, whatever it is. They get pissed. They can just you know whatever. It's uh mm-hmm. no, most of them come back because we we're, we're really good at what we do. I don't, I don't think this government, okay, let me rephrase this. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Okay. Trump's government wanted to know about aliens. Trump's government wanted to know a lot of things, just like Clinton's government wanted to know a lot of things. There are presidents that really have an interest in this. Remember, Trump started space command. He knew we needed something. The last person even talked about putting something and doing this in space was Reagan and Clinton. And uh, they were talking about it together. Uh, so these were two opposite, you know, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. And they were talking about, we need this. Well, Ronald Reagan instituted um, Star Wars, Pine Gap, and the Heart facility. Yes. So Star Wars, we all thought Star Wars was for shooting down Russian missiles. Come to find out that was not true. These things can launch things into space. They can take these, they take these disks. And he put it on top of the laser and they superheat it and they shoot it into space. These things are big enough to, the two or three of them together is big enough to wipe out cities. So these were not designed for shooting down little, you know, rockets. (laughs) I don't know what these were designed for. Maybe motherships or something. But anyway, so the rumor was that they went down to Pine Gap. Well, Pine Gap said they closed. Well, Icar busted Pine Gap because a friend of ours found some lading labels for Pine Gap and... 2003, 4, 5, 6, and 7 when they were supposedly closed. So we put them on the internet and they they actually came out and said, no, we're not closed. So Pine Gap, if you don't know what Pine Gap is, that's in, in Australia. That is the joint British American defense of outer space. Now remember outer space is beyond the moon people. Technically it's beyond the solar system, but we'll be just nice and say it's beyond the moon. Okay. What the hell are we defending ourselves for? The hard facility is to aid the Pine Gap facility. So what they say is, is they the one can launch a beam that can be caught by, by a disk and then sent back to the other one to super speed it and then shoot through the ionosphere and be charged as it's going through using our own Earth's energy to charge the beam. Uh, sounds like pretty serious technology. And it sounds like if it hits you, it's going to mess you up. So I don't um But why would we do that? And remember, Ronald Reagan was the president that got up there and said, you know, it would take an alien invasion to unite our planet. Let's hope one never happens. And then institutes all these programs. (laughs) I think he knew something. I think George Bush told him, you know, there's aliens out there and they may not be friendly. (laughs) And Ronald Reagan said, really? Okay, let's go take care of this. No, everything I said is absolutely true. You can check it out for yourselves, people. I don't um, I don't know why. And then here comes Trump later on. He got the same idea. He put Space Command. And, and look, Biden didn't want to touch Space Command. He thought it was a good idea. Actually, um, Obama actually thought it was a good idea, but could never get it through Congress. Trump just had control of Congress at the time and ran it through real quick. I don't know. I met uh, two of the Space Commanders. Okay, I met some of the Space Cadets, which cracks me up if they call themselves that shit. I just can't believe they do that. <laughs> anyway, I got to stop laughing about that. But um, I met uh, John Goodwin from Galaxy from Galaxy Press introduced me to the Two Star General the year before last, and the Head of Space Command last year, and uh, they're very nice guys. We talked a while. Uh, the one guy had an interest. He, he pulled me on the side later in the evening and wanted to talk to me about some of the other things that him and I talked about off the wall. And I know, guys, I'm not going to mention it because it's it's it's. It's all stuff we've talked about here before, but it's not stuff that he probably wants y'all talking or hearing about. Um, and I'm not going to tell you his name, but you can go look him up. So it's, it's not that complicated. Uh, no, Writers of the Future has nothing to do with aliens. Where the hell did you get that from? No. Anyway, he just introduced me to the guy. He was a keynote speaker at the Gala event for Writers of the Future. I go there to work media every year. I'm friends with John and John introduced me to him. It wasn't nothing nefarious. Yes. Y'all are evil, man. they are people evil. I'm sending y'all all all home with (laughs) no I don't know. Jay said he was coming there. I didn't see him. He might have collapsed. He said he had a long, hard day today when I talked to him earlier. Yeah, well, you know, when you you work for a living, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll ask her. Uh, Oh, so what do you mean regular communication? With an alien or a spirit? No, you got to be more clear... So are you talking about with a spirit? Yes, like, you know, spirit, or ghosty, or an alien. What are you talking about? So you want to know if she has regular communications with an alien that tells her how to divine things. Okay, I was lost, but I just repeated what he just wrote. So,
3: Okay, um, not these days. For a while, I did. What generally has happened with me is every time I get an expansion to my understanding – I'll kind of get hand-holded by somebody until I've got a good handle on it and then it'll fade out. So the second starseed book I wrote, Instruction of a Starseed, is a bunch of transcribed lessons and conversations that I had with my extraterrestrial guide at the time. So it's like a year or two of just stuff we were talking about. So yeah, I can't at any given time I can connect, but I'd prefer not to be codependent. So I don't necessarily ask for stuff all the time from anybody. Um, it's more, it's like getting a teacher. Like you have a teacher until you finish the course and then you hopefully maintain what you learned and move on and keep expanding.
1: Mm, that's a good thing. Well, no, they God's come and go. All God's come and go. At least, well, I'm, I'm sure some people have one God all their lives, but from my yeah. experience, it's, it, it seems like different things come different. Things. It's more like what you need at the time. You mean with the greys? Now the greys are just pains in the asses. They do whatever the hell they want, whatever the hell they want them. Now I love the greys, but l- listen, listen, Bob the Grey, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. <laughs> just don't get me in trouble, man. Um, no, really and truly, they 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 do what they want. Well, okay, here's something for you. We'll let Charles chime in on this in a second. So here's something for y'all. So we have a grey. He he's abducting you, or she's abducting you, whatever you whatever sense. Of of sexuality you get from a gray there is a sense by the way um, it's it, sexuality might not be the right word it's, it's more like a, a feminine male kind of thing you can just sense the personalities maybe a little bit more feminine a little bit more male but anyway, anyway Jack stop it and what is that buzzing my phone off now you made me forget what the hell I was talking about Jack I'm gonna I'm gonna send you to be probed by the greys. But anyway, now so the Grays are, are different in the fact that they've been here a long time. Not not as long as the reptilians and humans, mind you, but they've been here a long time. Um, so let's say that Bob the Gray met your great 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 grandmother removed 20 times great. Okay, so we're talking five thousand, ten thousand years. Okay. So you so this gray knows your great grandmother from ten thousand years ago. Well, this same gray has been abducting your family line till now. So wait a minute now. Now, if reincarnation is real, he's known you or she's known you as a reincarnated soul more than one time. And if it doesn't, then he's known your family line in such an intimate way that you couldn't even understand. But he, the gray... Understand your entire being more so than you do because he's watched your whole family line develop. she's I hate saying he because you never know when you're talking about a gray what it actually is, but the, the but the gray knows your whole family line intently, intensely. It's a very strange mm-hmm. thing. What do you think, Charlie? Charlie just I, slapped a gray. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: <laughs> I kissed one on the forehead one time. He didn't know what to do. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid money to see that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: yeah well i think everything you said is true and also i think that sometimes the sometimes the grays then incarnate in the human suits too so if you're part of the long-term thing and you're helping the genetics bend in a certain way and hybridize then sometimes the ones from up there come in here and come in through the body that way that happens too
1: Oh, hey, Jay. What's up? How you hanging, man? You're alive and kicking? Yeah, Charles. I'm still here. Still Charles on the right, right side of Brown, the business. Jay McNichols. Hello. How do you do? Uh, uh, she, does she look like a star seed to you? All shiny. I, I think she looks more like a fairy, um, well, we gonna call I, fairy. we are going to call her fairy? We can't call a fairy with her name. And it doesn't work right.
4: Having Charles, don't make me do give you another name.
1: <laughs> I'm already in trouble for giving one of our hosts another name um
4: yeah that's true you did rename sean yeah yeah he's jack
1: now and, uh, and now everybody's calling him jack including his own fans <laughs> i'm sorry sean i apologize man uh we needed we were doing the news show and i wanted it to be the triple j's so i said showing you jack tonight and it just kind of <laughs> stuck and now he's jack hey people i can't help you y'all calling him jack look i did not do this yes and what do you mean, Denise? Yes, I do have colored eyes. You want to see the, ooh, they're scary looking right now. What do you mean what color they are? You can't, well, I'll tell you what. If you're watching this on Roku television or YouTube television and you've got 4K, yes, you can see what color they are. Matter of fact, you you can tell me what's in Bob's things. eyeball. You see, Bob has a little pupil right there, but most people can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, there's, uh, say, about 21,000 watching this on Roku tonight. Yes, I've been quite impressed. Look, usually it's like three or four hundred people, so I'm actually quite impressed. They came out for charge, that's all. I never know, to be totally honest with you, I never know what guest is gonna um really on when it comes to Roku, it's it's well, we're getting ready to switch, by the way. So let me say this now, It'll be before the end of the month, probably within the end of this coming week, we'll be switching from Roku to Prime. We wanna keep both, but we're gonna have to wait and see which one does better. Or if it's up to the host, really. Because uh, they, they have to pay for these. so um, But we took a vote at the last meeting. Everybody would like to be on Prime. So we're going to switch it from Roku to Prime. Well, P- Roku has everything on it and Prime's just Prime. Well, Prime is on Roku, yes. Roku, Roku, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. But also the benefit
4: of being on Prime, anybody who, who does a search for UFOs or UFO TV shows on Amazon.com will probably show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, if you... No, no. If you go into Roku search thing, it'll tell you if, if it's on any one of the channels that's on its oh, network. If
4: you, go to their web, if you go to their website, yeah. Yeah, they've got well, yeah, to go to the website. On, their, on,
1: the, well, on the TV, on the TV, there's a search thing on the left side. And if you use it, it'll tell you everything. I use it all the time because sometimes when I'm on Prime or if I'm on Vizzo, I can't find what I want. So I go over to Roku and i, well, I got like four TVs in the house, people. And each one seems to have its own <laughs> network now. So, yes, yeah, well, <laughs> LG has its own, uh, anyway, it's not what we're here to talk about, but I need the drugs the rest of y'all people are on, man. And I don't know why the camera makes guys like this tonight. Don't ask me. Usually it's way over there somewhere. I, I, I don't do these things. Oh, while we're on it, there you go right here. That's the book set the commercial was talking about right there. Let me lift this up. It sets $125. We will be giving it away this Christmas we will be giving away three of them this Christmas. Um, but um, that's what you're talking about. It's 10 books. It's uh, 150 stories. Mm, great artwork, great stories. So that is that is the sci-fi, fantasy, punk writers, st- steampunk writers for the next probably three generations are in those books. Yeah, well, everybody who wins at the L. Ron Herbert event at, at Writers of the Future are people who are going to actually turn into something. At least all the ones I've met so far. Yeah, well, you know. They're all one-hit wonders, and they're two-hit wonders, and they're people that take 500 million years to get into it. 17,000 words, Mark. That's that's the biggest it can be, 17,000 words. I've already written something that's already 69,000 words. By the time I finish this thing, it's going to be 200,000 words easy. Yeah. And then my friend Emily Goodwin, I'm going to mail it to her and say, Emily, here you go, baby, read this for me. <laughs> well she's an editor. She's The Big Wig yeah. over at Galaxy Press. How many people have access to The Big Wig, you know? Come on.
4: Not not many.
1: <laughs> In all fairness, lady Jim, I am picking, but you can. Anybody who's who's writing books, like I said, as long as it stays below 17,500 words, you can submit it. Uh somebody 13 or better or lower. Yeah. Or lower. Yeah. There's no 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 sex stuff, no blood, no gore, no, no none of that. It's um it's they're really good. I, I read the stories so over the last five years. I've been reading the stories, and I've read five years worth of stories before that. So, Or no, about seven years worth. They're really good stories. I mean, you're not going to like everyone, but a lot of them are funny, goofy, crazy, stupid. And there's there's no blood and gore. There's no, so there's no sex, drugs, or violence, and you can still enjoy it. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it people forget that. I know. Mm-hmm. I get tired of seeing shit. Little people, I ain't going to lie. I get tired of seeing shit get blown up after a while. I turned on something the other night and I said, I looked over, looked back. I said, this is going to be one explosion after another 10 minutes in. I'm like, all right, 28 explosions. Time to move. It's time to go to the next show. Now I got a rule, certain things about explosions, or <laughs> if in the first 60 seconds and all I see is T and a, I'm usually not going to watch it. There's only been two exceptions to that rule. What do you mean? You don't know what T and a is. We'll figure it out. Cause I ain't going to say it. Chiris is in the room. I going to be, I'm going to be flight. I'd say, it. and, um, really <laughs> i don't know what to tell you man anyway that's one of the rules but there's only been two exceptions to that rule one of them was did carbon uh because there's so much nudity in there it's just you, you can't you just got to leave that alone actually there's so much nudity in alden carbon it just becomes part of it which is kind of cool and then the first year of expanse mm, first two episodes was just unbelievable uh, and i usually usually after that because i think if you got to use that as your opening scenes the movie's going to be crap and uh but with those two exceptions i've been right every other time
4: uh, yeah well that's why they put all the good scenes in the in the trailer they put like two minutes worth of good stuff in the movie of two hours and that's the only good two minutes so you get there and you're like oh what a piece of junk <laughs>
1: You know, maybe we should do like a Star Seed movie. Somebody was asking me the other day. Um, somebody asked me. As a matter of fact, when when I talked to Charles Chester, it made me think about it. Somebody was asking me the other day. You know, because there's lots of names for different things when it comes to either either being born as a as a. Well, I hate to use the word hybrid, but because you know, technically, Rh negative people are hybrids, and mm. or mutants, whichever way you want to look at it, people. Okay, I seen somebody write that. So yes, orange-naked people can be considered mutants because it is a mutated blood, uh, just like green eyes and blue eyes and every color eyes but brown is a mutated blood. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, man? There ain't no such thing as a real blonde. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe in this cut. No, I'm just teasing. Well, not the Scandinavian people, John. Come on, man, get a grip. <laughs> I was teasing, man. There are actually real blonde blondes. Yes. So blind that you're like, wow, get back. you like demons or something. No, they don't look like angels. They look more like demons. But anyway, I don't know how much of the aliens had to do with the RH negative. Um, Whatever created this mutation, which started a chain of mutations, including the eye colors and hair colors and the way we think, the way we act. Some people think that it activated the reptilian genes in this that brought us more uh, help us to fine tune our gifts and abilities. It's 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 an argument at best. Well, the, for some reason, the human aliens and I don't know why. Maybe Charis knows more about this. I, it's sometimes human aliens get a really good rap and sometimes they get a really bad one. And, and I'm not sure why. It's like it's like some of them it's, pick their favorites.
4: That's, I think that's the government there on that
1: part. Maybe so. Well, you know, what do you think? I mean, you, we'll, we'll let the boss lady talk.
3: I mean, I think like everything, they're not all all the same. So different ones have different agendas. And also some things that aren't human will put on human form to not freak out the contactees. So it's hard to lump everything, anything together because there are so many different agendas going on.
4: What what do
1: you mean, John? You want me to get naked? You want to see my reptilian form? I start
4: looking into the alien question... I don't know if I'm a reptilian. I know I have a reptilian brain, but since I've been looking at the alien situation and I started when I was 11, I'm 56, I'll let the audience do the math on that. My math is horrible. Uh, it's There's flip-flop for the good species and the bad species, whichever one you think is that one way or the other. Uh, so since like the 70s through up to today, the the grays have been good. They've been bad, they've been good, they've been bad. Same with the Pleiadians. You just pick any. One of the four or five that are constantly on the planet, uh, they've got a bad rep and a good rep. Depends on your point of view and who you talk to. Uh, so the real data is is locked up in all the black programs that the U.S. has, and the, what the Russians are keeping from us, and what the what the English and the French or any other government that has much much more knowledge than a civilian. Uh, the, the story could be quite. Uh, doomsaying for us. I mean, they say in the Bible, God God created us in his, his likeness, which means that we not only do we look like him, but we're like them in the way they respond to things. So just like we have really bad people on the planet and really good people on the planet, all those races have the same exact things. We just need to find out what their agendas are so we know which ones to trust and which ones to kick off the planet. Once we can mm-hmm. figure that out and we have the means to do it, I, I think we'll be a lot better off, to be honest with you. Well,
1: hi- history tells us a lot about all of that, but, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's, but it is about who you want to believe. Do you, do you want to believe the human aliens? Do you want to believe the reptilians? Do you want to believe the greys? See, in the beginning, all you ever heard about was the reptilians and humans, and then somewhere along the way, the greys got sent here. More than likely, the light being sent the greys here to keep the other two from getting in a freaking war. Uh, it, it looks like sometimes the reptilians and yeah, humans I, like I, I each think other. It's and it a looks Jackson like sometimes,
0: system,
1: like our presidency. Yeah, well, so, yeah, because they, they, the rumor always was that when the when the light beams came to this galaxy, they found the greys and turned them into what they would call the galactic policemen. Um, they gave them advanced technology, advanced them for something like five hundred million years, in just no time at all. Maybe that's why they're so cranky. Yeah. <laughs> Bob is not crazy Bob is a grazer actually I'm telling y'all grazers are cool once you once you once you get to know them you don't oh no it's not like they go have a cup of you you mean like some some jack no they won't drink jack but they'll drink crown royal Mm -hmm. crown royal and strawberry ice cream (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that's what you, Bob Lazar you, said. Don't hate me. So you on me. make
4: them, you make them a sidecar with a strawberry ice cream. That'd be kind of cool. You there you go. Or a grass <laughs> royal with a, a crown royal float. I'm
1: gonna it's, try that. Uh, what do you mean, John? All right, you want to give us a list of names? Okay, Bob Lazar. What do y'all think? What do you think, Charles? Good guy, bad guy, in between guy. He's Bob Lazar. I mean,
3: he's no. the strawberry
1: ice cream guy. I mean, come no. on. What do you think, John? <sighs> I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He's Good, a day, hero, yeah. of
4: mine, I, I think. I I've watched his story since 88 89 whenever he first came out on on the the first interview with him he was not Bob Bazaar, he was Doug or something like that. Yeah, and he his was, was behind the thing and off. stuff. And yeah. A year later he came out. Yeah, and then a year later he came out the same the same interview but a little more in depth with the same um and I can't remember the the reporter's name. Uh, however, his story hasn't changed. He hasn't made any profit all. He's actually been arrested several times because of this story. No, that's because he owns um, a brothel.
1: That's why he's been arrested.
4: There's well, that too, but he also got arrested several times for his rocket cars. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> true too. You got arrested for those too. To yeah. He, he's on his, he's on his street fixing it and the cops would harass him for that.
1: No, Jimmy, that wasn't a wise tale. He actually owned the brothel. I think he actually still owns it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Nevada. He can own whatever he wants in Nevada. Who cares? Uh. Uh, that doesn't his make story has not out.
4: changed at all. And the thing that that locked it in... Well,
1: Jay, you're being probed, Jay. See, people, this is what you look like when you're being probed. With one of them electric probe sticks, this is what it looks like. It's like... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm blaming all this on Chira. She's a bad influence. Um uh, well, I guess we guess he'll just come back when he comes back. Meanwhile, we have, we have Jay frozen. That's um, because he lives in Pennsylvania, people. Mm. Yes, what's it, what's his name's in charge of the internet? up there, Bitterman, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I could. I had to take that chat while I could. Um, I don't. You know, when I would go back and read, it just seems. It looks like they've all had their plant change on earth. And what I mean by that is so you look at some of the Egyptian stuff and some of the Sumerian stuff, you do see these human deity, God things that brought certain things to us. But then you see the reptilians. And, and really for the reptilians, the reptilians were pretty well revered until the time of Christ. And then they weren't. And it was weird because they were pretty much revered around the world. If you go around the world and look... The, um, in the Mesoamerican world, the reptilians were loved. They were considered the bringers of life. The human deities were the ones that walked in the dark and were evil. There was a lot of that in the European world, in the Roman world, but the, the Middle Eastern world, and then for some reason, we had the change of the guard. Was it the grays that caused it? Was it the reptilians that caused it? Was it something else that caused it? I, I really have no clue, but something made people start thinking differently. Mm -hmm. religion's not evil people are evil Mm -hmm. it's like when people tell me guns kill people no people kill people sorry Mm -hmm.
4: guys yeah never heard a story of a gun coming getting taking itself off the shelf martha's in in the other
1: room with all 31 rounds sleeping quite peacefully she's not even worried about what's
4: when, when the guns start walking out of your closets and your gun lockers and loading themselves and walking down the street and shooting people then you can panic people (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it's luck, people. it's it's the same thing with what we were talking about it's just we some things that we're the evil we're the problem not these other things we the people are the problem we need to work on ourselves and, and the world and the bad part was it looked like it looked like for a while there we were headed in the right direction as a planet we were trying to clean up the planet we were trying to end homelessness and feed the hungry which is a lot of hungry people on this planet and for some reason mm-hmm.
4: The '80s
1: happened, and it all went to hell. <laughs> uh, well, not even that. So, I mean, Obama was doing good. Trump was doing pretty good. Yeah. Bush was effing things up a little bit because he had the war going. But the other two presidents, here, and then we get Uncle Cracker in office, <laughs> and we got two wars going. We got we got wanting to stop using American money. I mean, what the bleep is going? Is he an alien? I mean, really? No, because aliens cannot be that stupid. No, guys, I think <laughs> I don't know what it is with him. I, he's in. He's He's an alien. I'm going to blame it. I'm going to blame it. We're going to have Chiris bring the mothership down and remove his ass off the planet and take (laughs) him away. He just needs
3: a couple software upgrades.
1: You know what? That's a good idea. That's (laughs) a good idea. No, actually, no, we're going to talk about that in a little while. Chiris was out um, chasing aliens a couple of months back in the mud and the slop and the sand and the dust. I don't know. If she caught it. Actually, got some really good pictures. I'll tell you that. Oh, you know, you, you'd have to talk her into seeing her pictures, or go <laughs> subscribe to one of her pages. But uh, no, uh, um, they all looked like they had a good time. Yeah, it
3: was fine. I, it was different.
1: I, I, I talked. I talked to a few people I knew that was out there. <clears throat> I guess maybe they all had their stuff together. Maybe that was the difference. When I was talking to Chiras earlier, that, that seemed to be the difference. Um, a few groups had their stuff together, and they
3: yeah when you go you bring everything you need radical self-reliance is part of the culture and so is being off grid so it didn't matter that we were stuck because we had everything we needed so we were like sipping champagne and in the steam room and eating and chilling and it was fine but if people came without having their ducks in a row then they had a harder time and also i think some of it was luck of the draw i think that like the thing about that experience is it's highly transformational so you're gonna get Squished somehow, and that's part of it. Like that's what changes you, and that's why people go part partially. So it was just a different kind of wild card thrown in this year. It always it's kind of a simulation out there, though. You can kind of feel it. So I think <laughs> that we just got another another strike of the keys sent to us this year to see what will happen.
1: Well, I was telling Charles earlier they need to bring a fan boat out there if this is going to become a regular rain event. <laughs> there have been a fan boats. They won't have no problems at all going and coming.
4: Fan boats are cool. They're loud, but they're very yes, cool. they are.
1: But they'll go over any 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 damn terrain. What do you mean? You are talking about Burning Man? You know, Burning Man's been going man. on for a while. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they go. I was telling earlier about somebody riding went down the street. Burning Man over the years, I've 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 gotten reports out of. I've actually got abduction reports out of Burning Man, and I've got uh sighting reports out of. But it's different years, and it varies immensely, and there's a lot of people there's a lot more people there than y'all think there is and um
3: need it's, 80, it's, it's yes
1: see, yeah it, it, it is a city it's actually yeah. bigger than a lot of small cities yeah um well no they 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 got i mean everybody's going out there to have fun but we do get we can't this year I didn't get any uh, last year, it I don't think be I got a any. great
3: place. It's such an easy place. I mean, I've talked about that with people I know, and I, it, even people who aren't in the contactee abductee world, at all say, Yeah, I think I've maybe met an alien out there or seen an alien out there yeah, because anything right goes and it's so absurd and crazy that your mental walls are just down. So, a lot of weird experimentation can happen, I think, for lots of different beings. There's a lot of spirit activity out there. I definitely think that it would be super easy for things just flying. There's a really intricate drone show that gets more and more intense every year. And so, you know, who knows, but I. Well, that'd be
1: an easy place to mix. That's for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Pop on a human suit and go. No, it's not a human suit. It's like a, it's, well, it depends what, what alien we're talking about. Most of them are just uses. It's an energy they just put out. So wherever they're at usually for a few square miles you see them even though they probably even haven't physically changed you just see them as that but there are some that have the ability some of them have i guess i don't want to call them outfits but it's um i guess it's an energy field that changes around them. well they don't physically change either. the only only alien i've ever heard that actually physically changes its form is the light beams but that's because they're plasma or something they're not they're not skin aliens like we are but all the rest of them, it's it's some kind of gimmick or something of, yeah, else. Talks
4: about them all the time, mm-hmm.
1: those mm. are strange. Uh, you mean if an alien walked up to me? Well, okay, clarify that question because so
4: some aliens we in, they can't you can't distinguish them from us.
1: Well, that's true too. But we went Pensacola, Florida. Um, actually, we went in. Navarre beach florida near eglin air force base and there was a bunch of us it was about 15 of us there's a group of guys and a group of girls and for some reason we got this crazy idea and we packed into two vehicles and we went down there uh one one f-150 truck and I thing a mustang we all go down there so we get down there and it's and this is just intensely weird from the time we left the house until the time we got back, the fog bank was so hot bad, if you got out the vehicle and you looked, you couldn't see more than maybe three, four feet. So we're all walking along. So we're just, this is, right. I said, this is in, in Gulf Breeze, Florida, right next to Eglin Air Force Base. We're walking to these gazebo things. Now, you can't see them, but we knew they were there. So we're walking along, minding our own business, walking along, walking along. And I hear the girls up front say something. They kept hearing something, honestly, but it wasn't us because we were too far back. And uh, so somebody said something about a footprint and we sped up a little bit. And as we sped up, you could see these prints. They were about these long and they were appearing in front of us in the sand. But There was nothing there. And there was like three or four rows of them. So obviously it was two or three things walking there, but you couldn't see anything. And we were close enough that there would have been something there, you would have seen it. Or so I, I got this stupid idea. I wanted to go touch it. And the next thing I know, we're actually at the gazebo. I guess we were just walking at a, a, a fast clip, but we'll just let that slide. And we actually have the gazebo all sitting around, and there's fog everywhere, but there's no fog inside the gazebo. None. Mm. Wow. Just none at all. It's not even coming in. is a big open gazebo. You know, there should be fog in there, but there's none. And I still remember Mike. Mike had come down from, uh, this is right after Katrina, because Mike had just come down from uh, Saskatchewan, Canada to come work with us, uh, restoring homes. And I, and I still remember he, he had a cigarette in his mouth. He just stood up, just just stood straight up, and the cigarette just flipped out of his mouth, and I was watching it go down as he looked over. Don't know what it is still. We're going to just call it a gray or something. Came down from the pole, because these things were vaulted up like this. Came down from the pole, came straight down the side of the thing, and just kind of took a look at everybody. Now, remember, there's 15 of us. There's at least... At least 20 cameras with us. Not anybody even thought about picking up a damn camera, not one person. Um, and just kind of stood there and looked at us and then started walking away. And as it walked away, the sidewalk just lit up in the white. It looked like it was just a white rectangular thing where he just walked in like he was walking downstairs. I have no idea what he was doing. But everybody saw it. It was clear as day. So the question really was: is did we really see it or what happened between the time we seen the footprints? And the time he walked away. So more than likely they were taken at the footprints and put back at the gazebo. Mm -hmm. So the real thing is what was going on in between. Mm -hmm. For some reason, nobody wanted to be hypnotized. No, including myself. I didn't want to be hypnotized. I was like, no, I still to this day. I'm like, Nope, that's okay. Don't want to know. It's one of those things I don't want to know about, but there's so much weird stuff that happens in those areas up there. It's just freaky. I should drag tires down there. Let it just, beam out i'd go
3: why not
1: it's it's you know it's 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 not a creepy feel but it's a weird feel i mean you can sense it as soon as you get up in that area you just you just sense it now now it's not it's not as, as crazy as it used to be it's it seems like they've kind of moved it's it's hard to explain It's but we've been tracking on and off in these different hot spots and sometimes they feel like they just move Maybe it's because too many people get to know where they're at, or maybe it's just time to move on to the next collection point. Uh, cause mm-hmm. golf breeze is definitely a collection point. I mean, we have seen them, more, not just us. I mean, we have seen so with several groups of people being taken. Uh, that's why, that's where they got the surfing aliens from. We watched all them things sliding up on the beach, uh, taking people. And you know, think about this. So there's four of us sitting in these chairs under this tent. And when we seen these, we seen first look like little white lights sitting on the surf and it was headed towards the beach. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's the beach. Now there's people lying all around us on the beach. This is, this is right near a big set of condos. There's like three huge condo sets. there. probably, probably, you know, eight or 10,000 people in those condos. There's a bunch of people on the beach. I would tell you there's 50 or 60 people around us. They come in. And when you, next time you look, there's nothing there but us. And I still remember my stepdaughter goes, what the... And I was like, I don't know what... So, was this just to let us see it? Is really the question. Because we didn't take it. They didn't take us. Uh, we watched it until they brought it back, which was about 5.30 in the morning. It
4: was, it was a teaser.
1: <clears throat> it was a big adduction, too. And it's not the first time we've run across one. Um, well, I got pissed one night and said, I ain't doing this anymore. That's where that song... That's that's what I was talking about in that song. And because I had enough of it. I was like, this is enough of this bullshit. And I said, I'm just not gonna talk about it, I'm not gonna get involved I'm not gonna look anymore, I'm not gonna look for anything. I'm just like the hell with this. I'm gonna go home and eat ice cream. And uh it seems like I guess they pay attention sometimes.
2: Strawberry. <laughs> <Well, man.
1: laughs> no man. I want some chocolate, man, with some vanilla. I don't know. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. I'll eat any damn ice cream. <laughs> As long as it's good, I'm, I'm good. Uh, as long we as it isn't
4: mint chocolate chip. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: mint, I can do. I can't do peppermint, but I can do mint. No, uh, oh, people, stop. We ain't getting no ice cream. No, it's not even good. Let's go back. <laughs> Let's go back to the end. So, so tell me about this book again before we go back to talking about what was going out there in the sticks. I know you said second book. <laughs>
3: oh, that's my book! Oh, yeah, the Star Sea trilogy. So um,
1: talking about his—that's for sure. <laughs> that's our good. Really good. No, the
3: so they're basically a documentation of my contact experience. I didn't realize that I was a contactee until I had a really intense experience under a big ship, and then everything started coming back and I confirmed with my parents about my childhood memories and they were like, yes, that all that stuff happened. But the thing about being a contactee and also just paranormal stuff in general is that a lot of times people just don't wanna talk about it. It makes them uncomfortable. And when I was writing the first Darcy book, I had this unofficial poll going on and I would just ask everyone I met, hey, have you ever seen a UFO? And there were three responses I would get. And I don't know, I probably asked this to a couple, few hundred people. It wasn't all that many, but it was a good time. And the absolute least common of the three, this was only a very small percentage of people, would say, Nope, never seen it. And you could just tell, not it. Absolutely not. And I'd say, okay, like again, I don't like to fight. I don't need to convince anyone of anything. I'm I'm good. Move on slightly more common but still a pretty small percentage were people who would say yes oh my gosh and they would often get the wild eyes and they would tell you some experience they had and they were so glad that someone was asking them about it so they could talk about it so that happened a few times those are the people you're likely to find more at the conferences and stuff and then the overwhelming majority of responses was people would go no I don't think so. You could see them kind of analyzing the document right in their brain. I don't think so. It's okay. We'd move on. And then anywhere from a minute or two to a half hour or so later, they would go wait and whatever we were talking about would stop. And then they would say some really crazy intense UFO story. And often they would be able to corroborate it with somebody else. You'd be like, oh, yeah, such and such was there, weren't you? And he would go, oh, yeah, I was there that day at the high school when it was 4th of July and there was a big triangular craft hanging out over the bleachers. Everybody was there so common. But as you can see, it, it goes in the shit I don't understand you are. So People just put it in there and don't ever talk about it. Yeah, unless it takes them a while to access it. So it happens more commonly than we think. But again, it's like a lot of intuitive stuff or <laughs> multidimensional stuff. If you don't have any use for it, you're not going to keep it top of mind. So unless you have some kind of calling to pay attention to it or activation from it activates like your curiosity it's not going to be something that you bring up and also people don't want to look crazy i mean that ship yeah. has sailed with us but um, um basically a lot of people are not going to say anything because they don't want to get ostracized by their friends or get fired from their job or whatever it may be
1: oh that's true that you know you talk about it too much people will be like wait what it's a, it's it's like who what aliens did you see what really aliens aren't real people yeah I don't believe in aliens. No, I, I can honestly sit here and say I don't believe in aliens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, really. I, I, what do you mean? No, I, I don't believe too. in them. I don't believe. Because there's a difference between believing and knowing people. That's just as simple as it gets. No. Okay, what do you mean? It wouldn't matter if I'd seen one or not at this point. I have seen enough evidence to know that they're real, uh, that there's something busy on our planet, I've seen enough evidence close up to know that they're real and visiting yeah. on our planet, not including, I don't know, if I, I have to ask Marky, but last time I checked, he said we had over 90,000. I think he said 99,000 cases locked away now. Well, that's, that's over 40 years, but it's just a lot of cases. And um, but that's, you see, you got to remember that's not all of them. That's the ones that we consider that are, are cases that are useful or that we consider real. Well, no, not all the 99,000 we consider real. We consider some of them to be useful for other reasons, but, Probably at least eighty thousand we would consider to be real cases, and uh, no, because they meet the criteria that we have set forward for real cases. Well, only ever half of it's ever been made public. That's why you hear me talk. Sometimes I'll just stop and, and say, "Why can't talk about that?" Because I've talked. Because I get. That's why I have directors that work with me, just in case. So I'll not talk about. T- I, look, I'm telling y'all all the abduction criteria was up to me. I really would. I remember when DeAndre was still alive. She called me one night. She goes. I was listening to that bleeping, bleeping, bleeping show, bleeping Joe. She said, I'm going to do my job. He gave out entirely to information, and she tore my ass up, man. Give <laughs> God rest her soul. She did, too. She said, I'm your national <laughs> director. Uh, I, I'm the one you said. If something's going awry, you call, I'm calling. And she did. She tore me up. I was like, but deep people need to know. That's the like, only way we're going to find out. She said, they don't need to know all of that. Mm-hmm. I was talking about all kinds of stuff, too. So well, like, uh, they, like, they
4: eventually need to know all of the information. They do need to know, we do, We all need to know the, the full information, and uh, honestly, some of the information, once we get it all out, um, <clears throat> it's going to anger probably 90% of the uh, U.S. citizenship, maybe even the 90% of the planet. Um, well, there's some pretty heinous different. stuff that's been going on with this thing since before the World Wars. <clears throat>
1: So let's see. Uh, what's that, Lazarus? So Lazarus is right. This is directed at all of us, but he said, I'm going to ask Tyrants first. He said, where, where do you think, he said, actually what he said was, if, if the world was to get into a bad war, do you think the extraterrestrials would intervene or step in?
3: I think it depends on if we were using nuclear energy or not. That's when they came forward in the world wars. Once we start using nuclear, they're like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, you need to calm down. But if we're just little kids hitting each other on the playground, they're like, ah. Do it. That's what I think. What, about what do
1: you John? think, Jay? Jay, I
4: I agree. I think maybe at the at the very least, maybe some very serious chemical and or other non nuclear type devices that that are you know very devastating like neutron bombs that will kill a whole city and you know some biologicals and whatnots. Uh, but barring that, yeah, if we're just you know slinging bullets, they're gonna just they're gonna film it just like they did all the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So.
1: No. I look at it differently. I look at it like this. If we wipe ourselves out, they get a free planet. There's a cosmos full of, of aliens. Think out there. Planet, some,
0: yeah.
1: Well, think of it this way. There's a, there's a cosmos full of aliens and some of them may have less lost their planets and, disasters or stars going up and they're thinking, well, here's a perfectly good one. If these stupid humans don't want it, we'll just let them wipe yourselves out and then we'll clean up the planet and give it to somebody else. I mean, it always is worries a little bit. What was that, Isn't <laughs> that the how ridiculous? we got here to begin yeah, with? That is. That is I mean, the the teachers, example, that They've lost <laughs> their That game. was good, Charles. That was good. Oh, So <laughs> that's not even a good thing that she hit That's how we got here. And for an example, some of the areas
4: And, and here's a good example for, for some of the aliens who've lost their planets uh, and maybe it's due to their own over zealousness or overmining, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the Zeta Reticulans allegedly had control of like three to five planets in their, their two solar systems. It, it's a, it's actually a, a trinary system, but they lived only on two of the planets or two of the stars and a few planets in those two stars, but they allegedly lost their planets thousands of years ago and they've been fighting to get planets ever since. And that, that doesn't, you know, make me think there are a whole lot of friendly little fluffy guys, you know.
3: Yeah, so many different kinds. And isn't it the Mintakins that's planet was gone? I mean, I know I've heard of planets also going just because they were at the end of their life cycle. Like the yeah, planet got old and died. And then the it, yeah,
4: but I I think the Zeta reticulums their planets didn't didn't they wouldn't they weren't killed off by natural, you know, at the end of its planet's natural mm. life it's due to them being over and you know, just re- re- using all the resources and, and i guess being uh irresponsible with it like they t- they tell us to be responsible with our planet you know make it better you know don't do what you're doing Yeah, Yet, you i was watching the that, other night yeah. and I, c- I can't remember the gentleman's name
1: huh well i was just saying think about that they want us to behave and take care of things but i mean why don't they why don't they tell us about the asteroid belt yeah. I mean, there's enough minerals in it. We don't even have to fight about minerals anymore on this planet. I mean, come on, There's one asteroid worth more than yeah. everything on this planet combined. We don't have to fight planet? about
3: anything on this
1: planet. Well, you got a good we valid point there. You got a valid point. You know, I've talked about we, this. We a might long have to fight time. to get it
4: back from their clutches, but, but, the, but, the, but the fact is, is that they they do have they have they have needs. They have resources they need as well, and they probably are already mining our asteroid belt. So. <laughs> Um, they could be, you know, they could uh, be. the best thing that we can do is try to either be friends with the good ones and try to get our planet back or, you know, they're going to come get us eventually. One one of the sides is going to win. And if it's the bad guys, that's not good for us.
1: Well, I don't think we got to worry about them fighting too much more. I just think it's it's just, you know, whatever the rules are for can you what what's considered ours. So what do we own in this solar system? Is the whole solar system ours because this is where our planet is and we're the only intelligent life? Or is it not? Does it belong to the cosmos? Is is our planet inside of the galactic communities where the where the, the actual community is? Is it there? I mean, we're way out in a spiral arm. We might be out here on our own. And that's why the aliens come in. And then again, yeah, it simply could be because we're not from the Milky Way. We're from Sagittarius, and that's why they're here. So, wait, let's check these weirdos out from a different galaxy. Oh, my God, let's go see aliens from a different galaxy. We're probably like a freaking museum. Oh, no, like a zoo. Oh, yeah, I should we're that. like
3: a petri dish, an incubator. <laughs> I mean, it's we're just... still – the human the the human <laughs> and the Earth project is still definitely underway. Like, I yes. have to take the long, 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 long view. And I think it's interesting yeah. because I don't think that we're necessarily off track all that much. I think that if you're looking at this in hundreds of thousands, thousands, thousands of years, I don't know. I don't think it's all so cut and dry. And however much we can have in our human brain, I think that the game is much bigger than that and much longer than that. So I don't necessarily think that taking out the dinosaurs was off the track. That might have been.
1: I think it was planned.
3: And who knows if it was an asteroid or something else that just hit the planet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, recently they've been throwing some dirt on the asteroid theory. Yeah, we were talking about that a few shows back. Yeah, they're kind of... Yeah, I I threw up the idea, what
4: if maybe that asteroid when it did fall, it had had biology on it that caused, you know, a virus or some kind of global pandemic after the, you know, explosion, you know, years and months later.
1: Well, now they're saying it wasn't big enough to kill all the stuff in the sea. It was big enough to kill everything on land, mostly, unless they found habitats, but Okay. Um, but they don't think it was big enough to kill everything in the sea, so they're a little confused. There should be more prehistoric sea animals, and there is not. So they're they're kind of a little confused by that. And a couple of other things are confused, but well, it's like we all originally came from Africa, now they don't know where the hell we came from. I'm like, just pick a spot, people. I yeah. said the world's not the gonna get all angry.
4: Theory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, well, people want to get angry when you change stuff. Well, sometimes we're wrong, sometimes we make boo-boos. And uh, I have no problem with, with everyone coming from Africa. The only problem I've ever had that there was only two parents. I said, genetically, that doesn't work. We know, thanks to gene, knowledge, the gene research that we all know about these days, takes a minimum of 3,600 to create a population this size, a healthy population. What I mean by that, Johnny, I've seen a ass comment, because if the population is too small, it inbreeds. And there may be a lot of brilliant people, but there may also be a lot of retarded people, a lot of handicapped people, a lot of problems that you want you don't want in your society. So, the, the bigger the expanse, the less likely you're going to have those problems. The healthier your population is. Also, you never know which one of us is going to invent a cure for cancer, or, mm-hmm. or like, or who's going to be the next Elon Musk. Do you realize, ladies and gentlemen, that Elon has landed more rockets? Than all the entire space programs put together and the entire existence of space programs. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, come on. Uh, he is he is making including, including probably the all science States.
4: fiction, too, I would think.
1: Yeah, he is. Not only is he embarrassing the Russians and Chinese the Indians, but he's even embarrassing us. I mean, he is just <clears throat> he, he had his 200th landing the other day. Or at 200. least NASA. So the Chinese said the other day that because he was landing at 200, he said they'll probably be 10 years before they can land one. Jesus, but then he'll be living on Mars, man. <laughs> he worries me though. He does. When I talk about him a lot of times, I think about that stupid Moonraker um, TV show, the, uh, the James Bond one. Where the guy movie. you know, Drax, yeah, yeah he, he he wants he wants the perfect race. I'm always worried Elon might go to Mars and build something around Mars. They don't come here, stupid humans, or else he might want all black haired people instead of blonde haired
4: people. There, there's only one way to find out. Yeah,
1: it, it's, and, it's and it, uh, there's
4: only one way to find out if Elon is going to be Drax. She's got that guy with the metal teeth as a bodyguard. And,
1: uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, jaws. <laughs> I, I I mean, I really, it's yeah. <laughs> so Cindy, to answer your question And anybody who So after the first Five years of the colony of Mars Anybody will be able to go And it's going to be a two year wait list To get back, so originally it was going to be a one way ticket Now it's not So his his idea is to start having Ten launches at, at a time And then it's constantly going Back and forth to Mars all the time So if you're on Mars and you want to come home You can, if you're here and you want to go, you can he, And remember you gotta have the guy who's gonna fix the toilet. You're gonna have to have the guy who's gonna fix the electrical. These high dollar scientists ain't gonna be doing all of that. You gotta have the people who are gonna cook for you every day. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. have the people who's gonna make sure you're spiritually enlightened. All of these people will have to be there.
3: How long in- are they saying the trip will be from one
1: yeah, place? Um, last I heard was six months, but Elon said before he's they go a to of weeks, Yeah, now he's saying it's gonna probably be eight weeks. And uh, so hes they're changing it. They got some new rocket engines coming out and some other stuff coming out. Um, so th- the more they look at this, the faster we get there. And they want to do it soon because we got a good couple of epochies coming up to connect with Mars. So that they really want to get going. And he wants to live there. He wants to take him and some of his kids. He wants to have another 10 kids. That'll give him a total of 20 kids. He wants to build an empire on Mars. I know what he's doing. Wow. I mean, he's going to have his own empire. He's going to be the next whoever, man. Alexander the Great. Well, no, he ended badly, so we won't use him. <laughs> Is there any 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 of these people that did yeah. end badly? Let's think not about a, it. Not a good example. <laughs> well, let's try. So you'll be able to go. Uh, you'll be plenty young enough to go. Uh, there'll be, I mean, there'll be lots of openings for people who just want to go, and there'll be lots of things to do. Like I said, they're going to need something for everybody, you know? And I would imagine if you're going to be somebody who's going to go live off world, your spiritual for your spiritually connected with the universe is probably going to be higher than the average person. Um, maybe not. I could be wrong. I say we send chars for sure. Yeah. Now.
3: I could temporarily. I do love Earth.
4: Bro. I would love we to go. So awesome. We need somebody to make a keep somewhere. an eye on
1: Elon. <laughs> but we we just need to keep an eye on Elon for a while. <laughs> just keep an eye on his ass. No, people. Elon. Two uh, eyes. well he's got all that neuro stuff now he's gonna hook into your brain oh that's a question Charles. would you let him put something in your brain
3: no i don't think i would get any influence (laughs) this lifetime i don't think so it freaks me
1: out yes it's well so they they what they're trying to do over mars is everything will be connected so when you're walking around doing everything everything's working off that chip uh you walk into your house the lights come on just when you're just thinking about it, you don't have to do anything else. I do like the idea that you don't need stairs on Mars, you can jump from level to level to level. That's kind of nice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that space that you can use for something else. No, we didn't, we'll, we'll hammer back to talk about experiences. We weren't really talking about experiences tonight, we were just kind of chit chatting about different things and why the government, even with this big, big movement, still can't seem to get to the truth. Yeah, because
3: hard. then they wouldn't sell more episodes. The whole point is to get people to keep tuning in.
1: You know, so they told you everything. I wonder. I wonder. Let me. This is a good question, right here. What do you think, Chad? Do you think that let's let's say the people holding this, the everyday American people, who are holding this court, Congress? Do you yeah. think if they were given the truth, that they would know what to do with it?
3: Know what to do with it. I mean. I don't know which agenda are they working under. Mm. Like, I I don't think there is much to do with it, and that's the interesting thing. Like you were saying earlier, Joe, with being regressed, and when I was re- when I was the state rep for ICAR back in the day, and people would say, hey. I want to get regressed, but I'm scared. And I'd be like, well, I mean, you're okay. That next morning you got up and had your coffee and your Wheaties, like you survived it. Like there's no reason to be afraid of just knowing what happened. And so again, does it really matter if people know or not? Because this is such a long game. Like we're talking generations and generations and generations.
1: Generations. Yes, it so is.
3: I think if people want to know Then they should know but it's like the whole Contact E thing it's way more common because Most people just don't care most people Are just like yeah I don't want to know if ETs have been abducting me and my family for the last 12 generations no like I just want to go to work And come home and eat dinner and chill You know so I think it would Probably still be like that
1: Yeah and we can all hope too uh, What do you mean Jolene Jolene what do you like Jolene Like in the song Jolene I mean, is that your real name? Because y'all go on my messenger, and y'all don't always use your real name. Y'all use some bullshit name. I've seen y'all make Facebook accounts just so you can have some stupid names. Don't even try to pull that crap with me. So anyway, what's, what's, what's your question? What should you do if you think you've been abducted? Now, all right, what do you mean? Do you think Not you've been you abducted? Can. Do you think you've been contacted? Uh, if you're looking for help, any, anybody you see here you can talk to. Um, Yvonne Smith. okay. There's a few good people out there. You can write to me at iCarcox.net and I'll give you some people. But where are you? You're on the East Coast? Well, just write to Charles. She's on the East Coast.
4: Sometimes some,
1: sometimes she's in the West Coast, so you gotta watch her. Uh, she she likes to move around, like she doesn't like to hold still much. <laughs> she's like she's like my well, you know what? Most contactees don't like to sit still. It's a thing. Maybe it's because they know they're coming for them. Maybe it's just a thing from being a contactee. Maybe it's just part of life but no antsy is not a good word most of the contactees I know aren't antsy uh, but they do like to move around a lot they like to go and it's just the way the cookie
3: crumbles like things call you in different spots and so you go if you can and then yeah I mean I didn't necessarily plan on being nomadic for so long it just kind of oh now I need to go over here and I need to go over there for a job or to visit or you know whatever it may be Mm. so it ends up being that way
1: yeah, well it's good to move around people well I, I you know i travel a lot. i haven't traveled much this year as i usually do but i still travel a lot um well let's see where was it this year, dc new york la and uh and then local places I, no i haven't been driving as much as i usually do usually i get out and about but last year we were in utah for Fanex, and then we were in um atlanta for, for for dragon con and then i was in uh it's in Los Angeles for Writers of the Future. DC and, and New York are for documentaries they're doing on me. Oh, you want to come with me and say hi, to Come
3: tell him, Chira, oh,
1: come yeah, hi. Oh, say hi, Chira. Well. Say, I love you, Chira. I'm what you doing?
3: Here, oh, cute.
1: <laughs> say, I'm just a baby, huh? Here's
0: Admiral. I, know. I know. He might, might not cute. be able to see him. <laughs> it's
3: oh, he's lurking in the Big shadows. We shepherd. can see him.
1: Yeah, what you doing? What you doing? Cat food. Well, he, yeah, that's,
4: that, I got the main light down, and he's all black mostly, so he, he doesn't photo well. <laughs>
0: yeah. But she she, she yeah. weirds
1: people out when she's not got clothes on. She'll be laying on my shoulder sleeping. People don't notice her when I'm on air, and all of a sudden, she'll cut her eye. You just see the yeah, white guy, like, what is that? Is that? Tell him what is that, huh? And she's the alien hunter in case she, I do know she hunts aliens. Yes, yeah, she does. She, she thinks she's alien. She puts her hoodie on and she goes after the little asses. <laughs> yeah, she got a hoodie on this outfit. Oh, but she got to get out because I see her sister just came in. Oh, no. If she thinks there's anything in my house, it doesn't alien or not, it doesn't matter what the hell it is. Her and her sister will bark you. They'll leave just so they'll, they'll shut up. Yeah, it, even a burglar coming in, they would leave just to make them shut up. Oh, no, they're quiet. Like when they're on radio, they know when I'm on the radio. <laughs> yeah, no, they... She, she comes in. Usually she comes in halfway through the show. She's a little late tonight, late tonight. But usually she likes to come in halfway in the show, come give daddy a lick in the nose or something and, and tell everybody hi. She's, she likes, she wants to be famous. Say, my name is Lola and I want to be famous, huh? Say, I want to be famous. But anyway, you got to get down, sweetheart. Come on, hop down. Go see your, your sister. Go see your sister today. You go, go, go. She does you know, not want to get down. <laughs> oh no, she'll go. She was, she was going to sleep. She was, she was ready to hang out. Yeah. Uh, Kirk, we ain't got that much time. But what?
3: what? Um, I do have a thought on that question about the abduction. Yeah. If you think you've been abducted, record everything. If there are any marks on your body, take pictures of them. Whatever you possibly can remember, write it down or voice note it or video it as soon as you remember because things will get blurrier over time. Yes, they so, will. And you want to make sure you have, if there's anything physical, if there's any sign left that's in the physical realm, photograph it so that you can store this and check back over time.
1: Yeah, she's right. And you should write down any memories immediately because. It's it's not just that they'll fade; they'll they'll get contaminated a lot of times, no. especially if you go around listening to radio shows or something like that. You know, I, I remember a lady who was listening to me talk about another lady who'd been abducted in in Australia, and a couple of weeks later, her and I were talking, and she got to talking. And I said, "You're overlaying one over the other." She said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Here, I've got your abduction in front of me," and I started reading it back to her. And she's like, "Oh shit!" And I said, yeah. "I said you got to pay attention; they'll get you'll get contaminated without realizing it." I said, um, I said, you know, when you when your things go a long time, and then when you make them realize, like Mr. Abductee there, Mrs. Abductee there, next time you feel something weird going on, ask to remember. Now, I'm going to tell you, now they're not going to give you 100%. You get up to a charge this range, they might give you 100%. but And even then, there's still, even, even her who's been doing this a long time, they're going to give her 100%, but some things they are just going to say no. She's going to be the same way we are, getting 5% or this, that, or the mm. other thing but it's when they know you know it's different but you you gotta
3: learn how to chill out your nervous system like learn how to regulate your nervous system because when you feel them start to come around and you feel yourself get all like your nervous system get all freaked out it means you're going to be less likely to remember and if you super freak out they'll just tranquilize you and you won't remember anything
1: you won't remember so
3: be cool like be chill that's true because you know people just get you know
1: well 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 well, Mark, to be honest with you, you're a big boy. I don't know how big you you were like what six six two, six three, about three hundred pounds. The thing of it is is even a gray, even a little three foot gray, you get angry with him, he's gonna toss you around like you're a freaking pancake.
3: Mm-hmm. Or just touch you and you freeze and you can't
1: move. Yeah, yeah. I mean they, they're way stronger than they look like. They got weaponry that and 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 they have so much mental power that so much of what they do, people think they're using equipment, but a lot of times they're just simply using thought and they, they just lock you in place and you're like, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the greys are weird. The rep, you know, when I first got in this field, I thought the greys worked for the reptilians and the humans, and that they were doing this work for the reptilians and the humans and the reptilians were doing the matter, most of the abductions. After a little research, I realized way back in the day that the um, reptilians and humans were doing the majority of abductions, but there was no greys. When the greys got here, it seemed like they started taking over about, about 60%, maybe maybe 50 about 60% of the abductions. And the other ones were left for the reptilians and humans, which was, I thought was kind of strange. Well, in a couple of abduction cases, I've had people tell me when the gray walks into the room and, room and there's a reptilian human, we're talking about a three-foot gray, not even a big gray, because grays get bigger than that. Uh, a lot of times that the reptilian or the human will look away or look down.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's a sign of respect and fear which suggests that this little gray could take out this big 700 pound reptilian who's almost eight and a half foot tall, like he's nothing. And remember, humans aren't little either. I mean, see, that's the difference. The human aliens have a longer head than we do. It's it's not wider, it's longer. It's like, comes back here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you're looking at them face on, you can't tell. But they are bigger than we are. You know, they're probably in the seven, well, they're probably in the eight foot range, seven to eight foot range, easily four or five hundred pounds. Yeah. But the problem is, you, you hear four or five hundred pounds. You think, "Oh, fat No, they look—they're cut. They're—it's the weight for their body. I mean, because of their height, and more than likely, where they come from is a different environment, different type of gravity than what we have here. I'm pretty sure
4: density of atmosphere and gravity and I,
1: I'm pretty sure all three races come from a heavier world gravity than we do, uh, mainly because the way they just toss stuff around on a planet, unless it's uh, unless it's. Uh, mentally or equipmently assist. It's hard to tell. It's. It's. We don't get that kind of information always. But uh, what do you mean? Why it would could they be want a to take? Combination
4: of charge? any of those three things.
1: They mean. What do you What do you mean? Why do they want to take Charles? No, 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 no. Oh, she is good looking, but that has nothing to do with why they're taking her. So they started taking her pre birth when she's just a little ugly thing in her in her mama's womb. And then after she was born, they checked on her a few times. And as things went on, they checked on her. And she's a baby. She was probably introduced. And kids look at this differently than adults do. If you catch up kids when they're young and talk to them, they'll they'll, 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 they'll express them as friends and my bug-eyed friends and my Mm -hmm. reptilian friends. They don't have fear of them. Yeah. Fear doesn't come until puberty. And that's when they're probably the nasty experiments come. But those only last six to eight years. And when I say that, it's not like it's every day six to eight years but in that excuse me in that span there may be uh, some things that are unpleasurable and it's mainly because of what they're doing but by saying that and don't take this wrong humans we do it every day we tag animals every day Day and not only we don't even, we're not even as nice as the grays. Are we (gasps) getting a (mouth) helicopter running a bear down?
3: Oh, let me see if I can hit me in the ass. Oh, look, I got,
1: I mean, come on. I mean, as far as I know, the grays aren't doing that.
3: (laughs) What I can recall when I've been regressed, and then when I started to Uh, remember,
4: there are some that do. Go ahead. What what Joe was saying about about shooting the bears, um, and I forget the gentleman's name, I was just watching his videos the other day. Uh, and he's talking about the tall whites, and I'm I'm not sure if he's talking about Arcturians or or maybe Pleiadians. He doesn't say specifically, but they were amazed with us because he interacted with them on what he called Area 53 in in Nevada. Yeah, uh, John's He said that they they said to him that they were amazed that we play with our animals. We do things with our animals. We, we use them for 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 work. We use them for pets. We use them for food. <clears throat> And he said that most of the the higher races like themselves, when they got to a certain level, they killed off all the animals. Yet they're also telling us to, you know, save our planet and do better things and preserve things. It's kind of strange. I don't understand why a higher intelligent creature would destroy all the lesser intelligent creatures on their planet. it makes no sense to me. But this guy seems legit and he seems to really believe what they told him. Okay.
1: Um, well, I mean, well, maybe it was like Corazon. They might be like that. I would imagine Corazon had killed – at one time had killed all the animals because it was just one planet full of – it was just a – but when I heard about the council city, it's it's like four or five times the size uh, of our world. Well, actually, it's probably closer to the size of Jupiter, and it's a water world basically with a big – basic oh, look at this. We got up here. Oh, look at this. All right. We all got black animals. That's cool. <laughs> Look at that I, big I've kitty I've got cats. two
2: black kitty cats. <laughs> Yeah, you
1: gotta stay away from my dog. You'll eat my dog. Two of them. She's
3: she's pretty. Looks big too.
1: Yeah, he's big. Oh, he's a big boy. 18 pounds. To Eight, today.
3: 18
1: pounds. 13. Yeah, the
3: other. I have
1: another one. She's bigger. Yeah. dog yeah. big boy. What you doing, big boy? He Said yeah, mama, love me, mom. I love you too, mother. He's like yeah, I love mama. <laughs> he loves a mama. Um, I don't know, Jenny. It's 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 all kind of scary. It's all kind of exciting, it's all kind of exhilarating. It's all kind of scary. It's not well for us and most excuse me. For us and most people over twenty eight, um it's 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 a different thing. The it's there's no more the stupid experiments. Mm-hmm. The the breeding experiments are done with. If that's what you're involved with, all of that's gone now. Now, you're either part of the program and want to work with the program, or you're probably just retired. And they wait for you to have children, and then they pick up your children. Well, they don't. They don't abduct everybody for life. They they take you pre birth, and a yeah, lot you know, of people will should, be abducted all their, their in, life. They will
4: still keep an eye on you. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, in case they have kids or something like that, or. If an ability just develops. Well, they're waiting for the next, I guess the next evolution of man is what they're waiting for. Um, You know, the arch negative and, and the icon yeah. the, was the last we, we revolution.
4: Years ago, Joe.
1: So I'm saying that was the last revolution uh, for us. Now, this is another one coming. What, what do you mean? Well, no, uh, RH-negative people are different than RH-positive people. They are. and They have different types of personalities and stuff. What do you mean? Are they smarter, better, or brighter? No. That's a that's a wise deal. Um, that is true. The majority of our Minson members are RH-negative, but that's just because they went and took the test. Not everybody's taking the test. It's a pain in the ass test. I took it twice in school. Yes. And yeah. they actually... It's a pain in the ass test. Well, I took it because when I took the ASVAB for the Navy, uh, what I was being given. Mm, Yeah, I did pretty good on it. 160 overall, I think it was 169. Um, But let me explain to you about that. People tell me all the time about these big IQs. Big IQ don't mean squat. if, If you use it, it does. But if you don't use it, it don't mean squat. It's no better than any other IQ if you're not putting yeah. it to use. Intelligent and you quotient still have
4: isn't, to- isn't a measure of how smart you are. It's a measure. Well, the actual actual quotient for it, the moment I'm on is I'm on 186, but it's not a quite it's not a question of how smart you are with the number. It's a question of how well you use the smarts you got. Mm-hmm. And when I was tested at 186, I was in the sixth grade, I was eight years old, and they said that I had working knowledge of a graduating high school senior. So we're talking, you know, an eight year old kid that has knowledge of a, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old kid, 17 year old kid who's just about to graduate high school. That's that's how that works. It doesn't mean I'm, you know, I've got the answers to the universe just means I use my information better than most.
1: Oh, uh, Dean, on that question. So contactees, a lot of times education will be above their grade level. So let's say your first year of college or high school grad, uh, your level may be a third higher, even half, maybe almost double. Um, and to put this in perspective, I had never read a universe and what the hell's going on there? What the hell just happens? Well,
3: Joe's gone. Uh oh. Here come All back. I don't know what
1: happened. It's—I uh, guess my camera went whack-a-doodle. Well, people, I guess we'll have to track it down in a minute. I, I, something must have come unplugged or something. Yeah, it's, but uh,
4: it's a starry, starry background we have.
1: <laughs> well, we—oh, wait—we even lost the background. What's going on here? We had a glitch.
4: Yeah. Every, I mean, yeah, you, we, had
1: a, we had a show that yesterday. Of glitch, ooh, streamyard, you, know, you can't you be must glitching. Have, you must
4: have pissed off some alien group up there. They they <laughs> kiboshed, they've kiboshed yeah. your uh, computer there.
2: Yeah, like abort, abort. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so you better stay away from my computer. You Send know the bullet, zap his computer feed.
1: <laughs> it's uh, Tony. Well, you could have came to the other chat room for that question, Tony. Yeah, you could have came to the Facebook chat room. We'd all seen it. Uh, do I love aliens? Does Do we love aliens? Yeah, we all love aliens.
3: Yeah, sure. As long as we know. love people, some of them are great and some of them are not great.
1: <laughs> she, she's nicer than I am. You people can, you know what? Well, I, I
4: can't uh, say that I've met any, but I would hope that some of them are nice.
1: <laughs> oh, no, John. Charles is way nicer than I am. Yes, she's a sweetheart compared to me. She's just a sweetheart anyway, but Oh no, I, I don't know because I'm not that kind of person. You mess with me, you're gonna you're gonna trust me, <laughs> you're not gonna like it. Uh, well I got a lot of fans I like friends I like to defend. I like to make sure everybody around me is safe. What do you mean spoil people? I spoil when I got the money, I'll spoil anybody actually. Mm-hmm. It depends, you know. It takes a lot of money to live these days. And actually, uh before COVID, we were doing really good business was booming. Covid kind of put a damper on it, and it was starting to come back. And then Cracker Joe got in the office, and now none of my customers want to spend any money because they're scared that the plan is going to blow up. sir <laughs> no, I mean, they're they're nervous about the economy, really. Yeah. And uh, well, we'll see. You know, yeah. we'll see yeah. what happens. We got we've got less than a year now to the next election, and uh, I'm not making any predictions. I, I will make a prediction that it's 50-50 that. Out of the two presidents we oh. had, either one of them could be running the White House from prison. So <laughs> I'm not sure how that's yeah. going to work. How is a dignitary going to get invited to prison? Huh? Well, come on. We got a pool now in the prison, so y'all can come out and hang out by the pool. Y'all think I'm yeah. kidding. I'm serious. Uh, no, we got to go in a minute. All right. Two more questions and we're out of here. Well, because the outer realm is on right now. Michelle's going to come over here and hurt somebody. I'm going to blame it on Jay. I'm just going to say it's Jay did it. Jay caused the problem. Chaius and I are all sweet and innocent over here, minds <laughs> in our own business. So, yes, we'll start with Chaius and we'll work our way around. So what's his question? Why do we think the aliens are here? Okay, pick an alien, okay? No, because the aliens here could take two shows, maybe three, just to get it out. Pick an alien. What alien? Why are the reptilians here? Chaius, what do you think? Why are the reptilians here? Well, I
3: mean, they've always been here.
1: Team, right, it, it
3: just start just because we some sometimes when people people think that it just started because they just found out about it but no it's always been there look at all, the ancient texts look at the dogons like you were talking about earlier joe they're here it's my my understanding that earth is part of a project to create something important that has to do with consciousness and matter and that's why we're seated by so many different star races both on purpose and accidentally and so i believe that earth is a unique thing and that's why we're so interesting to so many different races i don't think so many different races are always checking in on every planet with sentient life on it but something about earth specifically and something about humans specifically are rare Mm -hmm. and there's a point of evolution that we're pointing toward and it's like the ups and downs and the crazy and the drama between here and there and so why the reptilians are here i think there's some of them that harvest in a negative way and that like to cause drama and do bad stuff. And I also think that some of them are invested in the evolution of humanity so we can drop that divine spark down into matter because that's part of what we're doing here. So again, it depends on which race you're talking about. There are so many, and even inside the races, there are different agendas. So that's me. How about y'all? What's
1: up, Uncle Jay?
4: Well, I I think the the reptilians are here <clears throat> for a couple of reasons. One is I think it's a bifurcated race. and Bifurcated means split in two. Uh, similar to what you see in Star Trek with the Vulcans and the Romulans, where they're, they're they're cousins really now since they've been so far apart for so many thousands of years. So my speculation is that the dinosaurs, or maybe a, a era or epoch of dinosaurs before they were destroyed, got into outer space, and that's what those Draco reptilians are. They're coming back to Earth, and they are still, allegedly, they're still some of their cousins are still on the planet, living allegedly underground. I have no proof on that. So I think that's part of it. The other reason they're coming here is their their planet's resources are dwindling and they're coming here for food. And I think part of their food might be us, which is why some of us are abducted and don't come back. Um, that's not a good thing. And I agree with the uh with Charis on the on the planet thing. There's something special about our planet, whether it's the location, our solar system is unique in this galaxy because we're we're kind of between spiral arms, like there's a bunch of solar systems here, and there's a bunch of solar systems here. But we're right in the middle between solar arms. We're out, literally out in the, the countryside. We're by ourselves. So our solar system hasn't been overly mined or the resources taxed to any degree. So that's a that's probably the other main reason. Uh, but there's also probably a strategic reason. And if you look throughout our planet, there are at least three or four highly still radioactive. We can walk through them now, but, but they're still highly radioactive areas. There's one on Saudi Peninsula. There's uh, Gobekli Tepe is overly radioactive. There's um, uh, what's the other one? I think it's also in Turkey. There are several places that that exhibit nuclear explosions and, and not the kind like an, a uranium deposit might explode, but a man-made nuclear explosion. And we have evidence, verified evidence of two huge explosions on Mars that are probably one the ones that destroyed the atmosphere and melted or steamed off most of the water. Uh, So there's some sort of war going on and we're part of that where we're in the middle of it. We may, we may actually have some of our abductees being part of that war. They may be cannon fodder. So there's quite a few reasons. And again, depending on the race, it could be war. It could be resources. It could be simply they're scientifically interested in our species and our evolution.
1: That's pretty good. That's, that's what was that Chris? no. Well, no, because uh, like the war thing, I think the war's been over for a while, but its uh, I think that's what the reptilians, not the reptilians, I think that's what the light beans put it into. That's what the greys were created for mm-hmm. the end the war. Because it wasn't just a war between the reptilians and the humans. It was a cosmos. It was it was an, mm-hmm. our, It was was raging through our entire galaxy. Um,
4: it had been and, for thousands, even tens of thousands. Yeah, it had years. Been
1: for a long, all of a sudden, that's what they said. They said it had been raging forever, and then the light beings just showed up one day from a different galaxy took the they found the graves on this other side of our galaxy and this started building them into the race that was going to become the galactic and, and ever since and that's what they've been doing uh they just went out there and put it into the war i guess they would have been like the asgard in some ways um but mm-hmm. they just they put a stop to it it's also why they were on earth because the reptilians were here they ne- what well, half the reptilians or at least a third of reptilian's never left and um the problem was when they when they, when they they came out of hibernation and found the humans, they were a little bit pissed. But that's not actually what the the Nemos woke the reptilians because Nemos are also reptilians. They landed with the Dogon and actually woke up the other ones that were here, at least part of the ones that were here. And that's when they started screwing around with the Sumerian humans, the ones that were created by human ants. That's when they started cre- screwing around with them. But if I remember right, it's uh, it's either eleven. There's eleven species of of uh, reptilian. They all have something different. Yeah. They all live on different worlds. Dogon, and I always thought Dogon was a home world. I found that recently, it is not the home world. That it's one of the colonies. I mm-hmm. think altogether they have more than a hundred colonies. And so they've been around a long time. I think six or seven hundred million years. They've been blowing around through the gods. Them and the humans have been for a long time. The actual graves are actually older than they are. But that—that's what the greys tell you. There, when you talk to contactees and you ask specific questions and you have them ask the greys, that's what the greys say they are. That's what they—and they are scared of the—they—they scared of the greys. That—that proves something in itself that this, these big beings are scared of these little grey things. But there are things like I've heard about the reptilians, like they have these big cities uh, with these big huge crystal libraries and it's just a big dome. And inside the dome, there's little pedestals with these crystal balls on them. You just touch it and whatever you think about comes to the ball and then is put into your head. So they, they sound like in a lot of ways, there was very, there are, I shouldn't say were, but are a very sophisticated society, but in the same Mm -hmm. aspect, they seem to be not as sophisticated as they should be because the males or the females think they can take any human. Well, not just that, the male, the alpha male, alpha female think they can take anybody inside their tribe and do anything they want with them. They also feel like that about any any uh, humans that are related to them. That's why they don't eat us because most of us are related to some family line. Now, uh, you can't eat your family line. It's even even the reptilians think that's a no no. <laughs> but that that no telling when that happened. That that took a while before they started. Uh, what do you mean? Well, would you want to eat a human? I mean, we're high in cholesterol, kind of nasty, full of pollution. Yeah. No, no telling what kind of diseases we have. I mean, really? Uh, no, they didn't eat the cows. We're not, cattle mutilation is not, no, it's not. It's, it's not, not about aliens. food. It's, it's not about food. It's not about aliens. No, it's about the Uncle Sam. I know y'all get mad at me when I talk about it, but I proved it. We even We even talked to somebody at the government who admitted to it. Yes, they were doing it to monitor, they still are doing it to monitor radiation in those areas. The pieces the cows are taken are only to places where uh, radiation would accumulate quickly.
4: Like in the Midwest, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and everywhere these ranches are are inside of drop zones for nuclear bombs. And the kicker was that the cows were insured. Let's be honest, do you really think the gray or the reptilian humans are going to give a good blank if the cow's insured? No. They're not going to care. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, they're not going to care. And I don't think they would have left it there. I think they would have just took it. Only somebody who wanted, because they couldn't go around killing the government, couldn't go around killing a bunch of cows and stuff and taking it because nobody, no claim. But with the body, there's a yeah. claim. That's just too coincidental, people. And when I, I remember when I talked to the sheriff in somewhere in Arizona, but he's like, damn, I never thought about that, but I guess you're right. And uh, so even he, after that, it kind of changed, but Linda Moulthouse still swears the aliens are taking it because those parts are
4: delicacies.
1: Well, why don't you just and, take I, some cows home and breed them some bitches and eat as many delicacies as you want?
4: Yeah. Or better yet, they probably have a machine in their wall that they can go up to and go, T... Hot extra sugar and boom, there it is. Or, you know, yeah. give me a cow burger extra hot, boom.
1: All right, guys, I got one more question. And we got to get out of here. What was it? I, I seen it go by, but somebody's gonna have that next next one that comes up. Uh, okay, wait. No, it's it's too complicated to get into, but God and ET. So, before you go there, you can have God and you can have extraterrestrials. Matter of fact, if you go read the Bible, New and Old Testament you'll find out that they make allotments for that, other beings in the, yes, in the cosmos. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and that depends on how you define God, but the way that I see it is God is not human. I don't think God has cuticles or eyelashes. Um, And so I feel like saying that, the the whole fight between God and, and science, it's like, if we picked up a pen and wrote on the paper And someone said, no, it couldn't have been a human. It was the pen and the paper. That doesn't mean you didn't write with the pen on the paper. I don't think saying God shouldn't exist because there are elephants. It's the same. Of course there could be elephants and God. The way I define God is the consciousness of everything that exists all anthropomorphized into one. Mm -hmm. The way that we have different fingers and toes and liver cells and skin cells and whatever, but we're one being. So of course, like, yeah, th- the two don't fight at all. I don't
1: understand that way of thinking. Uh, but I, I, that's I, with how I define it. Uh, what you think, Jay? I got <laughs> in trouble the other day for talking about God. So uh,
4: yeah. I think, you know, I'm I'm a little different than Charis. I, I think God is a concept created by men. And I think it's a concept created by men to control the thoughts, feelings, and actions of other men. I don't think that it's an, I don't think there's an actual types of beings that are out there that can do the things that God is said to have done in the Bible. Uh, but we've had gods before that we've had you know Zeus and, and all the the Greek mythos and whatnot. Uh, and I don't think those were gods either. I think those were actual flesh and blood people or creatures from other planets that looked very much like us or had some technology that made them to look like us, and we heightened them to the to the status of God. Now, the, the galactic consciousness, I I'm, I agree, there's something to that. I The, the ghost stories, I've, I've done some, I haven't done any ghost investigations, but I have watched a lot of ghost stuff. And I think there's something to that. I think there are some things that are trying to contact us from the other side. Beings that were once creatures, humans like us, and they're trying to say something from the other side. But we can't record that. We don't have any steins. we don't have high tech enough to record ghosts from the other side. We don't have any kind of... Uh, scientific data to prove the existence of a god but we can prove the existence of high technology beings because poof here we are we have a high degree of technology maybe not the the highest and if we were to go back even right today if tomorrow we all went to some very exotic place that these these uh, uh some natives had never seen someone like us and we pull out a cell phone they're gonna think that we're some sort of god so that the concept of god i think is something that's in the brain of the beholder, I don't think there's a, such a thing as an actual creature that could be considered a god. There may be that the universe is vast. I could be wrong, but until we can prove, are oh, you saying
1: Q doesn't exist? Is that what you're trying to tell me? You know Q yeah. exists, man. You know Q exists.
4: There's a Q out there. I mean, there's there are. Some and I, I heard
1: God guy just talking are to you. To you a minute there were
4: some high tech guys that can do things that are like Q or Trelane, the other the guy that they modeled Q off of from the original series. Uh, I guarantee you there. I mean, taking somebody take, going back 100 years and getting someone who even just a, a modern cowboy who has a handgun and has seen a car drive down New York, you bring him forward to this day. He's going to think he's in you know, heaven or some other world. He wouldn't believe the things that we can do today, even though you know, th- there are some books back then that have, you know, what's his name? Jules Verne. There are some of his books that were around during the Civil War. We have the stuff that's in his books. <laughs> they wouldn't believe yeah. it, even if they saw it.
1: Yeah, creators are weird things for me. So it's, uh, you know, and the creator was trying to tell you some. God was just trying to tell you something when you was talking. I heard him behind you making noise. So people, and this always gets me in trouble. Don't forget, God spelled backwards is what?
4: Dog. 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 And what is the most
1: loyal the man, animal on the planet to dog dog man? Is dog. Well, what I'm saying you, is. You want to hear a good loyal? anecdote? Uh, yeah.
4: So there's, there's, it's it's actually a joke, but it, it makes a pretty good anecdote. So there's a, there's a gentleman, he's in the ocean, he falls off a boat and he starts drowning. He starts to pray and say, like, dear God, please save my life. So another boat comes by and they say, hey, can we help you out? He says, no, my God will take care of me. So the boat continues on. He's like, dear God, please, I'm drowning. Please send some help. I need help. So a Marine helicopter flies by, and the guy comes down on a rope like, can we help you? And the guy says, no, no, my God is taking care of it. I'll be okay. The helicopter flies away, and finally he goes, God, please, I really need to be rescued. So a fisherman in a little boat comes by and says, hey, can I help you, buddy? He's like, no, my God's got me. I'm okay. The fisherman floats away, and the guy drowns. And he gets up to heaven. He's like, God, why didn't you help me? I prayed for you to help me. He's like, dude, I sent a boat, a Marine helicopter, and a fisherman. I know what do you, what do you want, dude? <laughs> so if there is a god, we may not recognize it. You never know because he acts and deals with us in mysterious ways, so says the Bible.
3: Yes. Well, the problem do the whole cosmos, something that's bigger than the whole cosmos. We're on this one little island of earth, and we think this is everything, and it's one teeny tiny little piece of what's going on. So there's a concept of uh, I believe we're in a fractal universe, so if we have consciousness, then there are larger fractals of consciousness, but I don't think they look like us, so I think that a larger fractal of consciousness is what people call God, but then you have all the ways that humans have twisted it and made it weird for social control and things like that, and so that's different, so it's like when, that's why I said, well, what do you define God as, because I don't think it's a guy with a beard on a cloud, I think that's absolutely ridiculous, But People want to think mm-hmm. different things, so whatever. <laughs> well, you know.
1: It's, yeah, it's, I think yeah. It's like
4: a beach. You know, there's so many people. There's you know, a, 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 you, there's so many creatures in the universe, and and probably more than you can find. More, more galaxies, and more living planets in in this universe that that, that you can find grains of sand on all of the beaches in the universe. And do you think there's going to be a god out there who cares if one little piece of sand goes missing? Wouldn't even you you that piece that's of sand praise 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 for help? Is he going to be able to help that one little piece of sand? I mean, come on, think about it, how just the vastness of the universe, there, there can't, there, there must there may be a consciousness that I don't think the consciousness is really listening to us or even really gives a shit.
1: Well, you know, I get in trouble for that all the time, too, when I tell people all the time stop bugging Jesus. There's 8 billion of y'all bugging the shit out of man, leave him alone. I'm sure God's up there probably got the Apple tune turned up as much as loud as they can get it. I'm like, I mean, come on. And I said, think about all the dead people that are already up there. I said, there's 8 billion here and 20 billion up there. God knows what's in the universe itself. Right. I'm like, that's a that's okay. a lot. I said, if I was God, I'd just slam a door and say, Leave me the bleep alone. Um yeah. no but getting getting see. back to the, the dog thing, because Jack, Jack, So Jack, no, really. So when when they made the word God, it is legitimately dog spelled backwards. So and I was saying the only animal that jumped across the cosmic chasm to stay with man at the, the great collapse of the universe when we switched over to this life form was the dog. It's the only one that came with us. Everybody else stayed on the other side and said, oh screw them in they're crazy. And dog today easily if you believe also- in God, ladies and gentlemen if you believe in, in in God, ladies and gentlemen, dog could simply be God made manifest on the planet, keeping an eye on your sorry little asses. Because uh, I notice people who own dogs tend to be very happy. People yes, cats are I, I, too. I guys.
4: have a nice dog here. I'm not a dog. I've never had a dog before. But listen, there is actual research. There's, they cannot find any root causes or words, as all of our other English words come from mostly Europe. They can find no root word for dog. All the root words for dog are canine, no D in it whatsoever.
1: That's right, because God said, I need to let these stupid humans know I'm gonna give them something to keep an eye on them. But no, humans be humans like we are, we can't help ourselves with ignorant, yeah. We're ignorant people. If you don't think we're ignorant, take a look around on the planet and then tell me we're not ignorant. Um, oh, I have, have, I've got a lot of hope for our race, (laughs) I have a lot. I think the humans. I think we. I mean, when you look at some of the things we've created, like Mozart and some of the art we've created, and some of the beauty we've created, and, and just even some of the lessons we've created, we're a great species. But by saying that, we're just as ignorant as we are smart.
4: Jazz.
1: So, somehow, or another, we've got to learn to, some kind of balance. We can't just live on the far ends all the time. It's it's just not going to happen. Sooner or later, it's going to crack the planet. And I said, you know, we got we've got to learn balance yeah we we'll talk about that on Friday show but we we've talked about religious tolerance you have to if you want a peaceful world you got to get rid of money technically you should get rid of religion but all you really have to have is religious um you just got to be no you, it doesn't matter what the Muslims think or the Jews think or the Catholics think none of it matters it's their religion you shouldn't get upset because somebody bleeds differently than you do that's just ignorance. Well, it's true their guys better. When you get on the other side, there gotta go, ha, ha you should have listened to him. But come on. No, people, you can't do that. We gotta we gotta go. No, we gotta go. Chai's got a life. I got a life. Jay's got four women waiting for him. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, he started the harem last week. I'm not sure why.
4: <laughs> four cats, one dog. <laughs>
1: I, I I told him I thought he was crazy, you know. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, it's true. I do I do have four bitches living in a house with me, yes. I do. Yes, it's just me and four bitches. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get smacked later for that. I'm sure about one of them, but still. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, anyway, you're not we've getting not got. Meal go. when get off of this um, y'all be sure to check out Chara. She's all over the place. Just type in her name; it'll be on the website. So you can find her. She's really easy to find. Uh, she's got a lot of good stuff. I love listening to her talk. She got a great voice, and she's uh, she usually got a lot of good information, and sometimes she's even funny too. So it's kind of fun. And uh, of course, the other day she posted this picture that looked like Medusa. I was like, what the hell is this, man? That shadow picture. I swear it looks like Medusa. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cool picture, but for some reason, the the head, were you wearing curlers or something? It looks like Medusa. You know that picture? I don't even know.
3: You'll have to tell me which one you mean. I'm not even sure. It was some
1: picture you had up there. It was just a picture of a shadow against the fence. It was a person, whoever it was. And uh, just the head. Look like like just the top layer of the hair is, I guess, look like Medusa. I thought it was girl. I don't even know.
3: Yeah. If I see it,
1: I'll, if I see it again, I'll send it to you. But yeah, no, she's not Medusa, dumbass. <laughs> that, that was just, that was just stupid. Yeah. What do we have? Twelve year old in the chat room tonight. I mean, come on. We remember, guys and girls, y'all get me in trouble with Michelle when y'all don't come in the the YouTube or the Facebook things. I know I own the network, but she's still a boss. Yeah, she's the boss. I don't. I don't know. She's the boss. I don't fight with her. She's mm-hmm. the boss. Any 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 manager I've ever had on this network is to, is the boss. I may own it, but they're the boss. Because I can't go around second guessing my managers why I have one. Yeah. Or well, if it's something she wants to deal with, she'll call me and say, "What well, deal with this bleep 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 bleep?" I can't use her language on the radio, but <laughs> there's a lot of bleeps in there, as I can tell. <laughs> she is. I call her the Elvira. She uses Canada. a lot of
4: sentence and answers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, she she. Uh, she <laughs> yeah. I call. I, no, I really do. I call it Elvira Canada. No, she, she's she's horny, weird like that. Yes. If uh, it, look, if somebody's died there or been killed there or murdered there, she wants to go sleep in the bed. She stayed at Bladensburg cast Let I me mean, come on. The woman's insane. Yeah. Not just there. Anyway, it doesn't matter where. It's it's been has, one in places where
4: in her radio. Room.
1: Yeah. If if if, if yes, yeah, she got all kinds of stuff. Oh, I made a move. She has a picture of, of uh Blad, the impaler, right? And when when she first started doing a radio for me when I stole her from Niagara Falls radio station, uh she, the thing's eyes always looked like it was moving. I said, That's she's has gotta go. <laughs> I said you gotta move it. I can't be watching that's gotta go. Um what do you mean? No, I do tell my host I tell my host about a lot of things, hair colors, dyed things they do, backgrounds. Oh yeah, look. I'm not bashful about that kind of stuff because if they don't look good, we don't look good. Oh, so, yeah. Well, most of our hosts are really, really pick up now and, and, and pay attention to what they look like, what their backgrounds look like, or they put up, um, which we'll call it backgrounds, green screen backgrounds, stuff like that. But we got to go. I want to thank everyone yeah. for tuning in to United yeah, like Public said, Radio. Like we had the great Chias Melina Brown with us tonight. She's just, just, like I said, she's all over. You can find her. Just look her up on Facebook or, or Instagram. Don't sass her because she will smack you. Um what did I tell you? Did I just not tell you how we got to go? I'm not reading. I'm turning y'all off. I ain't even looking over there anymore. Hold on. <laughs> that way I won't get distracted. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I want to thank, thank, thank everyone for tuning in United Public Radio, UFO Undercover. I hope everyone has a great evening, great morning, great afternoon, wherever you are on this glorious, big blue planet. Eyes. And look, think peace, people. There y'all go. Think peace. Yes. Especially for the morons in the Ukraine and in Israel. Yes. I'm not taking yeah. any side. Tune in Friday and you'll hear. No, I still won't be taking a side, but tune in Friday and you'll hear. Because it's, t- it, no, it's too complicated for now. We got to go. Thanks again for hanging out, everybody. Be sure to tune in to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Uh, yes, I don't want Amy, Amelia slapping on me either. She slaps very hard or she sends, or she teases me with food, which is even worse. Yeah, she like sends that, yeah. a lot of food porn
4: on, on yeah, Facebook.
1: Yeah, she does. Boy, she is a food porn expert. Uh, yeah. You yeah, haven't called an F.T. for a long time. Food teas, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I mean, since I met the girl, she's in, she likes to cook. What can I tell you? Anyway, good night, everyone. And stay t- well, not stay tuned. Go check out The Outer Realm with, again, Michelle DeRoche and Emilia Passano. And I hope to see you all Friday night. If not, hope to see you next Wednesday. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Friday night is a political show. We will be talking politics, and we may offend some people. Yes, we may. <laughs> good night, everybody.
0: Uh-oh.